On this week's episode of Open Box Policy, we have a couple of our friends, Adam and Bryce, on. We talk about how people smell, pheromones, how that turns us on and gets us all hot and bothered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we talk about how people smell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the taste. Um, yeah. So we talk about that. We talk about Chester Bennington and his uh, suicide, which was really tragic. And then we talk about what actress or famous person or actor that we would enjoy hanging out with the most. Okay, guys, we want to know this week what famous person, celebrity, whatever you have it, would you want to hang out with on a day-to-day basis? Tweet us, let us know at OBP Raw. Find us on Instagram at the same damn name. And, guys, if you want to continue the conversation or have any topics that you would like for us to talk about, feel free to email us at obppodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to us on, uh, almost at Instagram, on Google Play <laughs> and on iTunes. Heck yeah, rate us, tell us we suck. I don't care. <laughs> please. Thanks, guys. Thanks. chick tonight and uh really rude she i told her i was working out she's one of those people that like everything you say she will like automatically be like well that's not what you told me yeah you know what i mean so i told her i was like hey i'm recording a podcast exclamation point i'll let you know when i'm done and i'll call you so she just texted me back and she said i thought you were working out exclamation point question mark let's just cancel hanging out like one of those people that just thinks you're lying to her at all times you know, I have no idea why I want to hang out with this chick. If, but if you come up with the excuse of I'm doing a podcast, isn't that, it's not something you hear all the time. Like that's, yeah, let, let's, if you're like, oh, you know, I got to go grocery shopping. That's a blow off, you know, but if you're like, Hey, I'm recording a podcast or Hey, I'm about to go skydiving. You know, that's, you can't be like, oh, he's fucking lying. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. exactly. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's not like it. Yeah, it's not like I said, I'm going to go home and then I'm going to plant tomatoes tonight. You know, I'll let you know when I'm done. Like, you know, I'm going to be on the podcast. You know, <laughs> she should be uh, She should be like, well, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. In my opinion. She should appreciate you for all that you're worth. Yeah. You're a valuable asset. I'm a valuable asset. That's not how she sees it. <laughs> she I, sees I, your... I think she's one of those people that just sees men as... Piece I mean, of meat? Uh, no, no. no. Oh, God, I wish. I wouldn't be sitting here recording this podcast. Uh, no, she sees men as like they like they're just they all lie. They're all deceptive. They all are just trying to get into her pants. Like one night, I was like, "Hey, let's hang out," and she instantly was just like, "You just trying to get in my pants, aren't you?" And I was like, <laughs> "Just jumps to the ultimate conclusion." Yeah, exactly. I was like, "No, actually, I just wanted the like company just wanted of the popcorn. I wanted the company of a female." Yeah, I get lonely sometimes. Yeah. I need the opposite sex in my life. Yeah, the second date is for uh, getting your pants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's when I'm touching you at dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. jumping straight into <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. pedophilish. Well, look, thank you guys for coming in, Adam. Appreciate you uh, jumping on short notice. You're welcome. We got Adam back again. Yeah. He's, oh yeah. Uh, he's doing his second episode. Mm-hmm. Was that the thing that you wanted to tell us? No. No, oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's later on. I, I, I've been thinking about this for days. Ooh, been okay. thinking about this for days. So I've got, you know, some material. I was thinking about pheromones. 
All right. I was thinking about the way people smell. And I had a really interesting experience with that over the last uh, – I, I had a really interesting experience with it. Okay. Um, we don't have to talk about it now unless you want to. No, go ahead. No, Jump in. Go so there was a, an old friend of mine, a friend. I'm making like hot dog-sized quotation marks. A friend of mine. Because your fingers are like – Because like my fingers are Nathan's like hot dogs. Like, so like Polish, Polish sausages. sausages. Ooh, yeah. we said oh, the same jinx. Time. Yeah. Uh, so – there was something about her. She was attractive. She was fun to be around. She was fun to be with. But there was something more than that. Anytime that I got near her, anytime that I was anywhere around her and I could smell her, not her perfume, mm-hmm. not her not her like shampoo, not her lotion, anytime that I could smell her, I would become completely overwhelmed with just like, ugh, like you just smell so good. Right. And it actually would start to, it, it would make me actually start to have like these really fiery like feelings for her. And I would tell her all the time, like, I have never smelt anyone like you in my entire life. I've never experienced, <laughs> and I know it sounds crazy. And even sounds she creepy. was like, this is, <laughs> this is weird. You know, that's the shit my uncle used to say to me. Well, do, yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> do you think it, but do you think it was like, cause I mean, no matter what, like even if it's shampoo or if it's perfume like it reacts differently with different people's like chemical makeup so exactly so i basically narrowed it down she could be sweaty she could wake up after a long night of sleeping or whatever and and i could be around her and it didn't matter it there was something on her skin like something about her and it's and it clicked one day right it's her pheromones and it was one of the first times in my life that i'd ever been around somebody that i was completely just Overwhelmed with, and I overwhelmed to the point where I would be, I, I would do anything. I would do anything. I mean, overwhelmed. Wow. It's it's an understatement. And so, you know, it, it faded, it went away, but that that thought and that that um, notion never did. And any time that I would ever get around her, it would, like, even within a few feet of her, I swear, I would become overwhelmed hmm. with just being like, ugh, God, you smell amazing. I could just smell it. And, you know, they've done scientific studies about pheromones. Right. I mean, bees and ants, and there's all these things that they release these these uh, chemicals, and it, it helps people know where to go. And they've done the, those kind of studies on, on humans as well. Um, but it was crazy. You know, we, we've we all had, like, our mom, our, our girlfriends, or people around us, they just smell like home. Right. They just smell... There, there's some there's people you get around and they just smell comfortable right and and the, yeah. the brain like ties in directly to those smells and anytime you smell it you, it takes you back there exactly well, it's, it's the it's the smells that you've grown up with it's the people that you've been around for most of your life so you know it, it is going to smell like home it's it's what you've grown up to to learn yeah you've you know? gotten used to it but and this was interesting you know I mean because I've there I've been around girls there's there's other girls that like you know there's just nothing about it that was like appealing like they had to wear perfume or whatever but like it was just overwhelming right so like i've been thinking about that for days the like pheromones like i'm I'm wondering if if i like tapped into someone that just fit my chemistry like a, a square peg in a square hole and it was just perfection therefore when i was around that person i was constantly like overwhelmed with like almost like feelings of love now the true question is what did she feel when she smelled you uh 
it obviously was not the same thing because, <laughs> uh, you know, we're not around each other anymore. Was it like laying in a bed with a brown bear? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like an old an old brown bear just fresh out of hibernation and covered in piss and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten berries. Was it like a homeless brown bear? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Matter of fact, our, that was her pet name for me. <laughs> uh, let's go back, Bryce. Um, I felt like we left you out of that first part, so uh, we got our buddy Bryce on yeah, today, thanks, along well, with Adam. So, I'm sorry, sorry Bryce. That, buddy. Adam just Adam just takes over. He does. I apologize. It's his voice. It's his we, I, I listened voice. to the your podcast not too long ago. So you did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to it. talk. Yeah. I'm gonna sit back. And listen. Yeah, the funny thing was, as soon as he listened to it, he's like, Adam's a fucking asshole. Yeah. He was like, listen, <laughs> what am I going to have to do to overpower this guy and be the star of the next podcast episode? Yeah, well, I sent that podcast to my mom, too, and that's exactly what she said. She said, Adam's an asshole. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. She's like, I can't believe you came out of me. Yeah. That's interesting about the, the pheromones, though, because I can, I can totally smell this is kind of weird but my roommate zach who we had on the first episode i can definitely smell wherever he's been and it's not a bad smell necessarily it's just his body smell you know everybody has their own body smell yeah. bryce you have your own body smell yeah we all josh do. I know it's like our signature it's a signature yeah yeah and with that girl it was just i mean i don't know if you've ever experienced this bryce i mean i, I it's like you know everybody has a signature you got a girlfriend you got a boyfriend whatever they just they always smell the same way Right. I had a girlfriend in high school. She smelled like toast. I'll Ooh. Never, I'll never forget her. Her name was Gina. She smelled like toast? Toast. I don't know. I, I swear. Oh, I don't know what it was. Bread. I don't know what it was. It was like a, her house smelled like toast. She would wear my letter. I had one of those old school Letterman jackets, you know? Like, yeah. Of course you did. Yeah. It had big yellow sleeves and a bunch of pins on it. And it always smelled like toast because she would wear it. <laughs> Gina. Just regular toast. Not burnt. Just No, like good, warm, fresh golden the... brown toast. There you go. Interesting. It's odd. Yeah. My wife actually says that uh, because I hug on the dog so much that he actually starts smelling like me. Oh, wow. As well. That's interesting. This yeah, is the same dog like, that you let lick your bald head. Don't you judge me. I'm just, I'm just All saying. All right. You let your dog lick your bald head? I do. <laughs> oh. Don't, like, hey, don't judge like me. That's, not what, I, that's not what I heard. I heard ball head. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah, a bald don't. head. Look, me and Harvey have a very close Harvey. relationship, but it don't go to that level. Not yet, anyway. But he licks my head, so what? Don't what kind of me? dog do you have? He's a Yorkie Pomeranian. So he's a little yapper. No, he doesn't. He doesn't really. He doesn't bark much. Is he a cool yapper? He is a cool yapper. Okay. Yeah. Nice. By far the coolest dog and best dog I've ever owned. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And uh, he's super into me all the time. You've never met Harvey? I have not. I've met Harvey. Not yet. He hasn't met Harvey. Yeah, I'm not on that level yet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> whoops. No, no. I let it, the cat out of the bag. No, he, uh, yeah, but he's a uh, dog out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Lame, sorry. Too, no, no, I should have. I softballed that in. I want you to knock it the fuck out yeah, of the park. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but no, I, I, I totally, I know what you're saying. But like, I wonder if it's, I mean, I get what you're saying about the pheromones, but I just wonder, like, what all is tied into to that. I, I wonder if it's more than just that, if it's, if it's just like, I mean, I guess it would be the same thing as a pheromones if it's the chemical makeup. But, um, like, I can tell you that just like, like I was talking about with perfumes and colognes, like, there's some colognes that I will smell on people, and then I try it on myself, and I'm like, that's fucking terrible. It's awful. It's because yeah. it doesn't gel. It doesn't jive with your uh, right. body chemistry. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. The, yeah, it's uh, pretty... the, the movie, one of the uh, 
uh, what is it? Uh, Ocean's Eleven or Twelve. Matt Damon disguises himself and puts that little piece of paper on his neck, and it starts sending out the pheromones. Remember that? And the chick, and she just falls for him. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Want to order to sleep? Exactly. I mean, which, <laughs> just go to the mall. No joke. Yeah, like one would fall on your ends like a triangle of them behind you. Um, I um, the flying V. Yeah, the flying V. You know, they do this. It's interesting. If like periodically on Facebook, you know, I'll catch like one of those weird ads that's like, you know, ten ten x like pheromone. You know, like catch all women. Ten <laughs> x pheromone. Yeah, that's literally like their company name. You know. Hello, this is 10x pheromone. How can I help you? You know, like, it's like here to boost seriously, your pheromones like, by 10 I have to times. say that like 10 times a day. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's like this tiny little vial, and they're like, you know, you just like like dap it on your on your neck, and suddenly you become irresistible. Um, I mean, there's there's literally science behind this stuff. It works sixty percent of the time, all the time. Yeah, sixty percent of the time. <laughs> you know, works every time. That was so hilarious. He's like, it's like. Like panther semen Se- or sex panther, yeah, sex, sex panther, panther semen. <laughs> it's made of bits of real panther, yeah, so you know yeah. it's good. I love it. Like it smells like Bigfoot's dick or something like that. Like everyone's <laughs> yeah. freaking out about it. Burnt yeah. Indian hair. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, this girl didn't smell like talking about. Yeah, sorry, we got told out. It's just you know, it's a podcast. Yeah, just talk about whatever. Yeah. Hmm. It's a little bit of a sad day. Of course, when we air this podcast, it'll be um, ancient history. In the social media world, but uh, Chester Bennington, lead singer of Linkin Park, Chester. died. Suicide. Killed himself. Yep. Did y'all all grow up on their music? Huge. I like how we immediately transitioned into a the worst topic. Somber. Yeah. yeah. Not the worst topic, but I just mean. No. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it sucks. I mean, I, th- there was a guy at work today that like stood up and was like. Dude, Chester died, and he was affected. Yeah. I mean, he sat down at his desk and just, like, kind of crumbled it, and it was like that. I mean, they're like one of my favorite bands. Like, that guy's amazing, super talented. Um, I don't know. I want to know what you all think about it first. I want to know what you all think about it. I want your opinion about what happened and what he did and the timing, and then I'm going to tell you what I think. So, um I, to, to talk about what your what happened with your buddy, I was literally doing the same thing. And I, I didn't hear about it this morning, but I was sitting here and I was kind of, you know, preparing for this and everything and uh, scrolling through some headlines. And I saw it and I'm like, this has got it. This, this can't be fucking real. Like this, I thought it was a joke. Yeah. This guy cannot be dead because like he was one of the people that, I mean, musically, like when I was super huge into music and trying to become an artist, like. He influenced me, like his ability to affect a crowd and to um, just have amazing vocals and just an insane artist. Um, yeah, it was it, it really it was the same thing for me. It hit me to my core and I was like, what the fuck? Like Cornell was huge for me when he died. Huge. Um, you know, amazing musician, just an amazing. Well, like, I don't know him on a personal level, but from what I hear, amazing person. Um, but yeah, Chester was. It's crazy because I listened to some of his side stuff too, which like Dead by Sunrise. Um, I listened to when he was kind of filling in as lead vocalist for Stone Temple Pilots when Scott Whalen was on a, uh, his hiatus as well. Um, and I mean, just just an amazing singer, amazing artist. Um, and then to also do it on what would have been Chris Cornell's birthday as well. That's just a, a crazy connection. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's the timing is yeah there's it's not a crazy coincidence well no i don't mean it like that but um when when i the article that i was reading about it uh had said that they were like super close like really really good friends and then um when cornell had died that he wrote this open letter and had posted it to like him like to chris and to his family about um kind of the dream he had the night before and then waking up and his wife telling him and like how it affected him and and all this stuff and yeah it's just it's a it's a crazy situation Bryce, were you close with Lincoln Park? A little bit. It was. Uh, they came out before Eve Six, right? You ba- you babies don't know about Lincoln Park. Oh, I know about. I, mean, I, I listened to. Them. I yeah. jammed out a few times. I, I wasn't a fanatic. I'll say you that. You weren't much. a you weren't a Lincoln Park head. Right. Man, I my brother had their very first CD hybrid, hybrid theory. theory. Yeah. Fun fact: the original band was going to be called Hybrid Theory, and their album was going to be called Lincoln Park. But they changed it at the last second. Mm. Like, oh, we like Lincoln Park better. So then they became Lincoln Park. But man, we wore that CD out. Probably the biggest song that came from that was in the end. You know, everybody knows in the end. Yeah. Everybody's been affected by Lincoln Park's in the end. Yep. You know. So I, I kind of grew up. We kind of had that brotherly connection over Lincoln Park. And then when I moved to Murfreesboro, um, my roommate and I bonded over that Linkin Park album that actually that album got him into like hard rock music, you know? Hmm. So I don't know. I was, I was taken aback by it. I mean, I didn't, I, nobody expects suicide really. Right. So I was, it literally shocked me that I saw his name on the news as a suicide. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's copycats happen constantly after, um, I almost said Deadpool, not Deadpool. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, after Dylan Clay old, Dylan Clay, whatever that idiot's name was, it went into that Columbine. He went into that high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Clay, Clay Bold or Deadpool. I don't, I, don't I don't know how I got Deadpool, but he went into that high school and he shot all those kids up with that other asshole, and there was immediately like, like copycat, copycat, like after that. And it happens to suicide, too. And, I mean, you hear the whole, like, uh, bad things happen in threes, yada, yada, yada. So... We were talking about it at work today. Uh, number one, he had already started to show some volatile behavior. Well, they said he'd he'd like had a lot of issues with substance abuse. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, he had for for his entire like career. Of course, he had. Uh, recently, everybody was talking about hybrid theory, and like every concert that he would do, everyone would be like, you know, chant like hybrid theory, hybrid theory. And he he finally was like, you can tell everybody that wants to hear hybrid theory to go fuck themselves. I mean, just so it kind of got a little volatile. Then after that, there was another article that came out and it was like, you know, someone came up to Chester and mentioned something about his music and he was just like, go fuck yourself, you know, or something like that. Like he had kind of started to show that he was breaking down internally. He had six kids and a wife. The only way to make money in the music industry nowadays is to tour. I have no idea how much Linkin Park is touring. No idea whatsoever, but I'd be willing to bet money they ain't making the kind of money they used to make. Right. I would be willing to bet money that he's probably a little overextended. You know, so I told the guy today, I said, maybe he's got a huge insurance policy that does not have a suicide clause. And uh, maybe he started looking at his wife and his six kids and thought to himself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue to provide for them. And my buddy went out that way. 
He got a ton of fanfare. All his music sales are going through the roof. It's going to bring tons of money in. Right. Maybe this is the best way out. Interesting. It's a. It is interesting. Of course, Jeremiah was like, "No, man, no." You know, he was all yeah. torn up about it. But uh, it's a, it's an interesting thought. It is. It is. And and what's what's crazy is when you look. Like I started looking at. Well, when when Cornell died, I looked at like his recent posts and stuff, and then you, I did the same thing with Chester Bennington. He didn't really post that much, but, um, and of course, I know you're not going to really see the signs, but to see, it's so haunting whenever you see that. Oh man, they were just literally doing things, and then all at once, and I'm sure I know it's not like a oh you just you you clearly have been thinking about it for a while, um, but they were even saying like with Cornell that, um that what was it that he had like he was talking to his wife earlier and that he seemed a little bit off and it said that he'd like taken too many of his like prescription medication and they thought that that like led to him making that decision i hadn't heard that did you see that apparently he was on ativan or something yeah um and that he he'd taken too many and she said he was like slurring his speech a little bit yeah and um, those will do that to you yeah and she she immediately like called i guess i don't know one of the people in in the staff or something and uh, by then it was like too late to uh, to do anything about it, but yeah, um, yeah it's it's just crazy because I, I your point is correct. I think I think it could be something like that, but to think that something so somebody so talented could mm. I don't know ever get to that point. I just I guess because we put them on a pedestal, it's hard to see that they would do that. But and yeah. that's the that's the mystery behind suicide. You know, you never know why they did it, right, or how they came to do it. You know, so you never know the reason. Yeah, it's really crazy. He didn't, you, he didn't leave behind the letter or anything. I, I'm I don't sure know. It, we'll I, find out. Yeah, it's probably so soon that. Um, do you I guys think know most who, suicides leave behind? I mean, they, because they feel noble about it. Right. They feel like I can't do this without letting my wife and kids have some piece of me as I'm checking out. I mean, they normally leave something. I mean, in the, is have you have you all ever heard that weird statistic about? People that jump out of buildings or that jump off buildings, they take their shoes off first. No. Yeah. It's a, I, really, I read, yeah. it's a really weird thing. A lot of people that jump will, right before they jump, take their shoes off. That No one understands the psychological like trigger behind it, hmm. but it's something like, I don't want to mess up my shoes. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. But, I mean, you're taking into consideration that someone has decided they would rather be like a smashed pile of mush on the concrete then go to work tomorrow. God. You know, I mean, yeah, like what what happens to someone psychologically when they break down like that? Well, I mean, like I can tell you from my own experiences that at my lowest point, and it was probably like in my early 20s, like I had, I, I mean, I guess you'd call it depression because of the point that I was at um, and had thought about suicide. But it was, um, it was never one, anything that I attempted or two, um, you know, felt like that I needed to, to pursue more or, I mean, and I, I guess maybe everybody thinks about it from time to time. Like, oh, what would it be like if I wasn't here? But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've had some, some pretty low points, um, that have driven me to some pretty dark places, but, Um, and maybe some of that was immaturity because I was a stupid young kid and thinking that these events that were happening were like so monumental, but in real life they're, they're not shit. Um, 
But yeah, it's it's just nuts. Do you guys know who Michael McDonald is from Mad TV? It sounds familiar. He was like the I, I didn't watch Mad TV much, but he was he like <laughs> nope, yeah. what? Am I? I'm sorry. No, it's because we're old as shit. They don't know. I know. I mean, I'm older than you. I mean, when you say Michael McDonald, I think about the you singer. Know. <laughs> yeah, Doobie Brothers, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, and he sang that like raisin, the raisin, the raisinette song or whatever. Like uh, uh, <laughs> Michael McDonald. It was even. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You say Michael McDonald, it just makes me laugh. No. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Whenever I say Mike, Michael McDonald, I think about a 40 year old virgin. Where, exactly. Where Paul Rudd's like, if I hear Yahweh one more fucking <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Uh, he, Michael McDonald was on what? There, there's two different Michael McDonald's. Well, obviously. I went yes. to high school with one. He, he was <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He was on uh, Mad TV. Okay. Anyways, he was like, a, I guess, a big guy on, on Mad TV. Well, he was on uh, he was on The Fighter and the Kid, and I was listening to it, and uh, he was actually filling in for Brennan Shaw because he was out of town, blah, 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 whatever. Um, what? <laughs> Nothing. Don't you fucking shake your head at me. Anyways, um, so they get to the, since we're on a suicide, they get to the end of the uh, podcast, and out of nowhere, Michael McDonald starts talking about his, his like, buddy that has been his friend since high school. And this guy's, like, in his 40s. He's like, I've known this guy since I was 14, and he's like, uh, he killed himself. And so I don't know how it got on this direction. I can't remember at this moment, but they, uh, they started talking about this, like him killing himself. And, uh, so like Brian Callen, like starts asking him all these, you know, questions, just trying to, Oh, like, you know, you know what happened? And, and then he starts leading into, he's like, look, man, I, I spent every holiday with this guy. We cooked Thanksgiving together. We did Christmas together. He lived just down the block from me. And he said, uh, I actually, I'm the one that found him. And so he, uh, he like starts telling the story and he goes, uh, you know, I was having a party over and, um, you know, I, he, he's normally the person that's on time, you know, 45 minutes late, he wasn't there. So I went to go check on him and I found him and he killed himself. And he goes, um, he was like, you know, the, the last, the two years after that, and it had been like two years or whatever. And he was saying that, um, that he had like lost two years of his life because, of, of what had happened and it leaves you reeling about, you know, why didn't I see the signs? Why couldn't I, uh, what could I have done to, to be different? Um, and literally I'm in my car listening to this and I'm fucking bawling my eyes out. Uh, and, and they're like crying on the podcast, which is totally crazy. Cause this, this never happens on the fighter and the kid. And, uh, it was just like this gut riching thing. And, and he's talking about like, um, uh, kind of his, like how he recovered and made it through that. And, um, just like how much of an impact it has on it being such a selfish act. Um, you know, what drives a person to get to that point and, you know, how do they get there and, and not, which I'm sure they consider about everyone else's feelings, but it's such a, such, you're only thinking about yourself when you do that. And, and, um, you know, you leave everyone else in your family questioning, you know, are, were they really that close to me? What did I miss? Like the reeling for the rest of their lives, I would venture to say. It was just, it was crazy to hear, but Michael McDonald was the one who did Stewart on that TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it. When you see his face, you, you oh, definitely, yeah. you yeah. know, you recognize him. That's one of those faces where, you know, you're like, oh, I know that guy, but you don't actually know his name. A face only a mother could love. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> kind of like Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, can you spell, uh, can you spell f- micro for me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's F E E. Go fuck yourself. 
<laughs> I don't get that reference. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I sat. Josh texted me one night. He what did you? He texted me about Bobby Yeager, whatever the hell it was. Oh, the boogeyman. The, the boogeyman. Yeah. Boogeyman. yeah. And he sent it to me and was like, "Told you," you know. And I immediately looked up microfiche and sent it to him. And I was like, "Told you." Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, that was hilarious, man. That landed so perfect. You've seen John Wick, right, Bryce? Oh, John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. So one you know they call him Bobby Yeager, yeah. the boogeyman yeah. in Russian. So on on our our the first podcast we did. Uh, that we were talking about that, and I made that reference, and these two were like, didn't know what the fuck. I, and I'm like, have you <laughs> yeah. never seen? J-? And they're like, yeah, we've seen it, but I don't remember that. And I'm like, oh my god, they like reference it so many times in that movie, but whatever. And then Josh just had to prove us right. I did. God damn it. Yeah, we ended up like doing like a Russian translator, and we he he like typed in Bobby Yeager, he typed in Boogeyman, and it was like Boogie Yaman. <laughs> and he just kept doing it. You could hear it in the back of Josh yeah. and I were talking. I was like microfishing. He was like boogie yeaming. He just kept like hitting it over and over. And speaking of Michael McDonald, I forgot. I just looked this guy up. I forgot how creepy he looks. He has like this weird doll face. And his uh, yeah, his his weird. eyes are like piercing blue. Well, yeah, and he's got these weird cheeks and these like chiclet teeth. Yeah, you know, I, I always he, he does. He always, he's kind of a weird looking guy. He says that uh, he said that whenever he does like stand up, everyone always confuses confuses him for. Remember when Will Ferrell did the cheerleaders? Yeah, it, like everyone's like, do the cheerleaders, and he's like, ah, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> that's not fuck me. you. Yeah, that's funny. It's like uh, one of my favorite scenes from um, Jerry Maguire's when he's in the airport and that kid runs up to him and he's like. Hey, can I have your autograph? And he's like, he was like, aren't you Hootie? And he was like, I am not Hootie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, getting Hootie and the Blowfish or whatever. Yeah, know? it's just like, like you know, they all look alike or whatever. <laughs> Jesus. So it, it's not even an interesting fact. A depressed, depressing fact is my neighbor, um, a couple of houses down. We grew up together. Uh, I won't say his name, but he's he's about 24, 25. So a couple of years younger. But when he went to high school, uh, he sought out some help for football. And, sure. Uh, you know, I was there. Because you were all-state badass? All-state badass. I'm wearing a high school shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your high school shirt still fits you? It's pretty, <laughs> well, pretty, no, no. Pretty, I, pretty depressing. I had to get a bigger one. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah extra large. Uh, <laughs> so, wait, wait. I'm a big so boy. You're, so, you're still ordering <clears throat> high school gear? <laughs> uh, that's depressing. I don't yeah. know about you. That's fucking lame. That's fucking lame. Yeah, yeah it is. Anyways. Screw that. Uh yeah, so he he, he kind of had some issues. He was uh, depressed, and and uh, my mom called me the other day. I was like, "Hey, so and so is now a missing person." I was like, "You know what? No." And she goes, "Yeah, it's been missing for several days." So you know. So what was the last thing they they know that he was doing or where he was or what? <clears throat> uh, drugs, drugs consumption. He, he was he was. No, well, I don't. Uh, I don't mean that. I mean like. Like what? What was he? He like? had he had come home, so he was there in our little town. And okay. He was staying at his parents' house, which are our neighbors. Where so, was this? In Chillicothe, Illinois. Chillicothe. 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 Chile. So yeah, and and you had mentioned it. It's like you know what goes through people's heads. What, <clears throat> and so we feel really really bad because he's a great kid. Uh, he's young, a lot of potential still. Right. And so he, you know, we fill in a void that we have with substance and then we go to the next level. And and after that, we're still looking for this type of peace. And so I know suicide 
is on that list psychologically. It's like, all right, maybe this will be the final piece that I've been searching for. And we try to rationalize it. Well, we're alive while we're thinking about it. So it's like, well, you know, maybe if I kill myself, yada, yada, yada. So is this somebody that you, did you still, were you still in contact with him? <clears throat> Not as much over the last several years after I moved from Illinois. Yeah. But his mom had asked my mom to get a hold of me and kind of do the same mentorship, not with football, but just in life. That's I was busy. I so, so I, uh, okay. yeah, and so I was like, oh man. Dude. So, so she recently like reached out to you. Yeah, yeah, fairly recently. Yeah, interesting. I mean, a lot of times people like, like near the end. I didn't mean to say like that's probably why I kill himself because you can contact him. That's not what I was trying to say, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of times people like in the end, it's like they start reaching out to people and they start trying to like maybe tell somebody or be right, like, right. please help me. And, right. you know, stuff yeah. doesn't fall into place. Maybe someone can't talk to him. Maybe somebody can't be around or maybe somebody has like their own life and their own things. And, you know, I've heard people talk about it. They're like, the further you go down that road, the more hopeless things seem because it's like, there's nobody that I can, right, right. I can talk to. Were you guys like fairly <clears throat> close growing up or did you hang out much? No, not even, no, um, neighborhood, style friendship i mean play catch play football uh they had a lot bigger house so it was always cool to go back you know go to his house right like high he school was, he was that friend that you he, like, yeah, yeah. your house you know dude uh is your pool open yet bro <laughs> <laughs> um i mean yeah i'm not gonna claim that we were best friends but still it's enough when she called me and said hey he's gone he's missing you know you start to think well how many days uh oh so right that sucks man start thinking about the past and if he showed anything when he was younger or if this, if this was just recently, something like that, you know, that's that what, all, that all comes to mind. That's what everybody does. They start to question, like, did they give me a signal? Yeah. Did they say something? Did they put something on Facebook, Twitter, right, right. whatever? And I, I did it. I did it. A kid killed himself that I was not close to, but I was close to his family and I dug through his Facebook and it, I like overanalyzed everything, mm-hmm. yeah. everything he said. I'm like, there it was. You know, that was it. One of those cryptic messages that pisses me off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I hate those. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys so ever, he's like, just, he's missing. You don't know what Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah, it's not. So, he, I mean, we're, we're talking about this kid, like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, like it's over. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. could just be, like, in a ditch, pissed drunk somewhere. But, I mean, still, like, we, you already know, like, shit had started going downhill exactly. for him. And his mom had reached out to your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, that sucks. Hopefully everything works out all right. Yeah, yeah. I hope he's all right. Yeah. Do you guys ever like look back since we're like talking about like childhood and you know growing up together and stuff like that? Do you ever look back at and th- or think back about your past memories and wonder if they actually played out the way that you see them in your head? Absolutely. I've I found myself like well n- not just recently but like thinking about that that like I have these memories in my that I, I remember and then I'm like I was a I was a fucking kid like, <laughs> yeah, did, it, yeah. did it actually happen that way or am I like totally naive and as in you you paint the picture and then you go back and watch a family video and it's complete night and day difference on well I mean I, when they have family video I wasn't rich like you <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I, knew it was I wasn't rich man. like you northern Yankees fucking Yankees I mean, <clears> yeah <throat> no I just mean like I don't know I think back to when like, I, I grew up in Lebanon, and, and when we were there, I was, like, younger than five. But, I mean, I have memories from then. But then I wonder if it was, like, if if 
that's if it's true or if that's just maybe something I fabricated. Your interpretation. Oh, yeah. Of it. yeah. Yeah. So you all have you all ever seen that Robin Williams movie where he is he is a cutter and he ba- like everybody has a chip that records their entire life through their eyes. And he at at the end of someone's life, he takes their 38 years or 75 years and he basically cuts it all down to a video and they show that video at people's funerals have, have you all ever seen that movie I, no. a, I thought that was artificial intelligence uh no uh it's uh <laughs> that was a different one that was a very good guess though um anyway it came out around that same era though right it, yes okay. it was like within a few years of that uh, no you're wrong you're, you're wrong yeah. stop uh no yeah it was it was it, it was like when he did ai and he he, he kind of did a string of movies he did that movie Insomnia um, with um, Al, Pacino. Al Pacino. Yeah, he kind of did a bunch of movies around that time that were like way different. Very dark. Very dark. Yeah. And this movie, it, it, the movie is not called Cutter, but he is a cutter in the movie, and it was a really dark movie. Anyway, what we're going to talk about is that in, even in that movie, they explore exactly what we're talking about. So he has this very vivid memory when he was a child of him him playing with a friend and that friend falling and like busting his head mm-hmm, open mm-hmm. and dying and then he just backs away as his friend is bleeding on the floor and he just runs away and so th- it is this memory that has haunted him his yeah, entire life yeah. and they explore it with other people as well he becomes so obsessed with it that he like taps into his chip that's in his head and they tell him, like, this is something that could basically kill you because you're not, like, it's designed not to be able to tap into. It's, like, tamper-proof. Right. But he taps into it, and he goes back, and he watches that memory. And it's very, very similar. But right at the moment, everything starts to kind of change. And you can see where his mind and his memory changed that. And they, they kind of gave it a weird turn because it was so dark. But realistically, it's like, um, this is spoiler alert. So anybody that's, that's never seen this movie, this is spoiler alert. He, His friend like falls and busts his head, and he's laying on the floor. A can of red paint falls over and busts on the floor around his friend. Uh. And he backs away and is like, oh, my God, I think he's dead. But he watches his friend like start to come around and go like, oh, God, like, you know, I think I'm okay. But it scarred him so yeah. much that he can't ever, you know what I mean? Like he can't remember that. And right. it, that's how memories are. I mean, constantly. I mean, I, you, you think about something and you're like, wow, what a great day or what an awful day. But realistically, it might have been great. Or, you know, the yeah. woman you saw might have been wearing a pink dress and not like a red dress or something, you know. Matrix. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's weird <laughs> that you said that. But you, you see what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Deja vu is an is an amazing thing. How many Denzel times have you had Washington. that? Clip? Oh man, you're, you're like I have absolutely been there, and there is no way in hell that you've been in that instance before. Logically, there's right. there's no way. But you, it, it is a memory. Mm-hmm. You know you've been there. You know it's just it's interesting. Yeah, scientists have tried to, to decode deja vu and even dreams at that point. You know, just where do they come from? What do they mean? Uh, we still don't know what deja vu is. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Other than just some weird like feeling that we get. That but it's so before. strong. It's overwhelming. It is. So it's really overwhelming. Yeah. I had it at work uh, recently, so it's still fresh in my mind. I had deja vu so strong that I stopped in my tracks and I and I just took in. I remember I looked around and was mm-hmm. like, I just looked at the entire call center and was like, 
I have been here and I have done this and everyone is in that exact spot yeah. that they were the last time. And it just gave me chills. I was like, this is insane. And I'm, then it just washed away. Right. I've done that with my girlfriend. I've almost like said <laughs> almost word for word what she was going to say next. Yeah. And I'm just like, good God, this Get is off blowing of my mind right now. And I don't know. I just don't know where it comes from. Yeah. It was called The Final Cut, by the, the way. The Final Cut. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. It's, so it did not, it got mixed reviews. It's super dark. I thought it was a very interesting movie. Hmm. Um, especially when they start to delve into some of the vile and filthy shit that he sees in people's lives. Like, you know, white collar businessman passes away. Robin Williams starts to go and, you know, cut his life together so his wife can see it at the funeral. Yeah. And you just, it's like all this awful pedophilia and rape and it's like it doesn't it, it, it's a lot of implied stuff in the movie which I love about movies you know like old movies everything was implied and it just kind of made you feel uncomfortable nowadays they just show it to you and I'm yeah. not a big fan but it's a you get the idea like it's like this guy was disgusting you know and it's a it's not a bad movie it sounds uh, like Final Cut was was like a darker version of Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> 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 I'm just, I'm just fucking. Around. Yeah, lame. You're lame. Lame joke. Um, man, I had a point I was gonna bring up, and I can't remember what it was. Well, while you're thinking about that, I mean, I've had memories that I've unlocked from doing <clears throat> something from my childhood. Cause I don't know, I don't have a specific instance in mind, but I'll be doing something, and then all of a sudden, just this memory hits me, and I'm like, holy crap! Like, I've never remembered that from my childhood before. Yeah. And it's usually from like the, the four to four to six age or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Probably right when your memory and when your mind is like starting to become formidable and you're actually starting to develop, you know, cause I, it sounds crazy. A lot of the weird memories that I have as a child are like from four to six, right. like four to seven when I'm like, yeah. I'm, it, it's like my mind is waking up right. and saying like, Oh, let's, we need to like, remember this, you know? All mine are kind of the bad memories around that time. The good ones don't really remember unless I see a video or a picture. But we, my brother and I played hide and seek one night, and he got into the huge uh, chest at the bottom of uh, my parents' bed, and it, it locks. So you had to push outside button. So he, I knew that he went in there because I watched him go in the room and do it. And then I was going to say, I found you, and it wouldn't push open. And for whatever reason, I just kind of, backed up and walked away and so as i got older it unlocked i was like man i did that to my brother i need to call him up i know it's gonna be random and apologize for not trying everything i can to save him from you know suffocating i, I he probably can breathe just fine but he's well, like dude what are you crazy. talking about he's like i don't remember anything like that and mom's like oh i do i came home and he was just fine. And so it's like, what did what did I put in my mind? Right. And it's, then I ran with that for my whole life. It's crazy. And it's, it, it does. It, it plays a, a psychological effect on you. Yeah. I, it's happened to me. I mean, exact same. Not, I'm not, not exact same, same scenario. Story. Yeah. But I yeah, locked like, my brother in a trunk as well. <laughs> yeah. The trunk of a car and not pushed in the river. I'm just going to one-up you all night. Yeah. Uh, That's what Adam does best. Yeah, I just one-up people. Uh, I broke my leg. I broke both mine, asshole. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I... I 
totally similar situation. There was a friend. I apologized and said, I want you to know I feel like garbage. What I did must have like wrecked you. And they were like, dude, like I thought it was funny. Like, I, I mean, like I look back and I'm like, that was just Adam, like being Adam. Like it didn't scar well, yeah. me. Yeah. And it, it's just crazy what our minds do. Yeah, they just they tell us like that was awful and you need to atone, but we're it, it, like you go to your brother and he's like, bro, seriously, yeah. he's like I was more pissed off than you like you know pissed on my leg out in the field that day or whatever you know just something stupid and it's like well it, it's just our, our minds and our memories are unbelievable they're really unbelievable yeah it's it's very perceptive just like what fascinates me about history is. You, we really don't know what has what has happened in history. It's all a perceptive. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, there's a there's a quote by uh, Winston Churchill that uh, he says history is written by the victors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had a teacher in college that told us every book we read was basically bullshit. Right. Like every it's, every it's historical super... book mm-hmm. is bullshit. I want you to go and I want you to research the author before you ever read this book yeah. and then just find out how biased it is. You know, yeah. it was, it was, this is a civil war class. So it was like, you read like a book by a black author. Obviously it's going to be heavily biased. You read one by like a good old boy, like Southern plantation owner. It's going to be a little biased. So then yeah. where does it end? I mean, if, if what we know to be history is clearly by the victors, especially since we beat Britain, Correct. That's a big one. America. Like, how far does it go back? Does it, I mean, would this also, which, I mean, I think it does, also tie into, like, books like the Bible as well? Yes. And, I mean, this is, this is a big subject. It is a big subject. It is a big subject. We could talk about this forever. Uh, you know, they had the Council at Nicaea uh, at some point where they took a lot of books and they cut some stuff out and they did a lot of stuff. We have the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, the Dead Sea Scrolls coincided and were so... They basically were were virtually identical to the, the King James Bible. They were virtually identical to what we had, other than like a few little things here and there that were insignificant. They were virtually identical. Um, but, you know, we know that God, if you believe in this, God breathed to Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Peter, and all these people that wrote these books. He breathed it to them. Then that human mind and that, that human form started to write this story based off of what they felt like the story was. Right. And you, so and there's a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of deniers, I will say, let's say biblical or, or maybe Christianity or faith deniers will say, I'm not going to put my faith in a book that man wrote. People that are Christians and people that are very religious will say, but it was God breathed. Therefore he took the, that, that like, part of the memory or that part of, of a man that, that can be maybe deceptive or that could do something that's maybe not accurate. And he just took that out because God is omnipotent and he's omniscient. And he just took it out and said, but I, I still need a, a, a blood hand, like a human hand to write this. Right. So I want you to write this and I'm going to make sure that it's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there, you know, we could, you could argue about this stuff all day long, but it's very interesting. But your valid point. I mean, there's, there's no discrepancies from then to now they're not, there's not any like holes. People are trying to poke holes in the Bible all the time. And literature books change all the time. All these other things change. That's remained constant from, you know, whenever that was that they found or started, you know, actually talking about it to 
2017. Well, but so, like he said, jumping off that, nothing has changed from when we found the scrolls to when the Bible was written, or not much. Then we're talking Old Testament and I guess some of the New Testament texts. But what changed from when all of that stuff happened to when the Dead Sea Scrolls were, were written? Mm. You know, that's the that's where the memory and how do we remember things and how do we recall things, part of it comes in. Right. Memory but, fades. Memory definitely fades, you know. That's a that's Led Zeppelin a, song, I think. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Good song. You brought up, uh, I don't know. You brought up uh, the, the Black Mirror last time. Oh, I... Uh, and this all ties into what we're talking about with uh, the movie Final Cut too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know what I think episode? it's episode three, two or three that I that I was watching, where, and I, I maybe I didn't grasp fully like how it happened this way, but basically people can record everything that they see, mm-hmm. and then they can play it back, like and they can play it back on like TVs and everything so that everyone can see. And basically, what it led to was people, like husband and wife, could, like if could basically bring up old shit at a like a click of a button and play it in front of them to call them on their stuff. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. Yeah. So <laughs> the episode a is a nightmare. It is a fucking nightmare. When I got I when I got done, Black Mirror, if you haven't ever watched it, we're gonna briefly talk about it again. If you haven't ever watched it, it affects you. It does. I got done Crazy with that episode shit, and I was just like, oh God, I feel disgusting. Like you <clears> just <throat> feel dirty. It's a fantastic show. And in that episode it, um, a guy basically comes back from out of town and he comes into like a dinner party where his wife is already there and she sees him interacting with another guy. And then like once he walks up on the situation, she he sees like how her demeanor changes. And then like throughout the night, you know, they're having a dinner party and they're you know joking around or whatever. Well, then she sees like how his wife is interacting with this guy and how she how she's like laughing at all his jokes and doing all this stuff. And then she, he sees, like, her demeanor with him. So then, like, he goes home and, you know, everything seems to be cool. Well, then he comes down from, like, from sleeping. And he's, like, he can't, like, stop thinking about this. So then he, like, he starts, like, doing research on what he saw. And he, like, is picking up on all this shit. And, he, and he, so the next morning he, like, starts questioning her on it. Like, what does this mean? Like, does, you know, she kind of, like, keeps trying to, like, brush it off, brush it off. So finally, like, fast forward. Like, he goes and confronts the guy, all this stuff, makes him, like, pull up his memory. So, so basically, what it boils down to is the wife had dated this guy. Uh-huh. But then she lied about the time frame that she dated him. Uh, and then... And kind of lied about the relationship. Like lied about the relationship. Yeah. And then, come to find out, she had uh, actually cheated on her husband with this guy, I don't know, like a year Ooh, ago or something. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And um, spoilers, if we haven't mentioned that before. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spoilers. I was going to say, uh, by the way, Josh is going to tell you the whole fucking yeah. episode. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just trying to go into how fucking crazy it was. And then um, he makes, he makes like. Uh, he makes his her, wife play back her yeah, memories of it. Her right? memory of, yeah, oh him, God. of her cheating on her husband with this guy. She He makes her play it for him. Fuck. And it ain't like they're just having sex. Nah, it's, it's like. Yeah, animalistic. It's oh, a good, dude, it's a good time. Oh, <laughs> it's a good I time. remember watching it and just being like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah. if I ha- and it's just gut wrenching because he like loves his wife and he is watching this other man like ball his wife and watching her <laughs> just like love every second of it. And he's yeah. you know I think there's like tears streaming down his face and it made me be like, "Oh god!" 
God. What, what, like, I was sitting next to my fiance at the time and was thinking to myself, what would happen right now if, if something like popped up on my TV and it was her just getting bald? You know, I would just be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would, I would yak, dude. I saw John Hamm's in it. Is he a, a big character? He's a, no, he's just in one episode. So oh, that's okay. the great thing about Black Mirror. Every single episode is standalone. Yeah. 100% standalone. They are one hour or whatever of just a, their own episode. A lot of times they'll have a separate director, separate cast. Um, not every episode lands. Not everyone is perfect. But so far, every episode I've seen has been enough for me to be like, wow, that is good. It's yeah. very much... Our generation's Twilight Zone. Exactly. Oh, That's exactly what I was going to say. Perfect. Yeah. Well, that, that is a Denver. perfect like a, or, or a British Twilight version. Zone. What was the What was the other show? Um, the Outer Limits. Oh uh, yeah, that was. Crazy yeah, that was too. perfect, Devin. Perfect, perfect, perfect. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'll dude. give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. No, you should. You should definitely check it out. It'll be the next. Definitely suicide. check out that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking nuts. I wish time travel was a thing. Yeah, because I would, one of the first things I would do, what what would be one of the first things that you would do, Josh, if you had a time traveling machine? Oh, God. Um, Honestly, don't joke around. Yeah, What's no, the first no thing shit. you would do? Well, I wouldn't go back and save JFK because I saw, I read the book 11, was it? 11, <laughs> 11 26, 63 or something. Yeah, 11, 27, 63. I saw the show on Amazon. Yeah, hey, the, I did too on Hulu, actually. It's fucking crazy. It, it kind of, the, the twist at the end, I mean, it was cool how like history kept like kind of getting in his way. Yeah. But the twist at the end where it was like this dystopian future. I, yeah. I, and you kind of see it coming, but it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's right. interesting, you know? I like the way they portrayed the 60s and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. So without getting too deep here, I actually, I got into the same conversation with my wife and, uh, couple of people we were coming home from a trip and i kind of brought it up and i started thinking here's the only caveat that so you know everyone would say oh, i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna bet on some sports games or i'm gonna fucking invest in apple or like yeah create apple yeah i'm gonna do all this crazy <laughs> shit that would make me huge or whatever um but then it's like so what kind of effect does that have on like would i actually still meet my wife Probably mm-hmm. not. Right. We've had this conversation before. We did. We did. It. So it's like, all right, let's say that the only thing I changed was, is I go back to, um, I don't know. I go back to whenever Apple was created and I'm like, I'm going to invest all the money I have in Apple. And that's the only thing that I change. And then, and then fast forward, you know, I, I, let's say I relive out the rest of my life and I know every place that my wife's going to be at that point. But by me making all that money, is it going to change where she would be? So what if she doesn't go to college where she went to? Or like, you know, clearly at that point we wouldn't meet um, where we did. And um, so it's like it, 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 it then it, you got to think about the butterfly effect and like what all it would change at that point. So, well, this will blow your fucking mind. What, what if you, if you go back, Josh now goes back and he says, I'm going to invest all my money in Apple, Google, Yahoo, whatever. Yeah. Well, the Josh that invested all that money in Apple or Google or whatever probably wouldn't want to try time travel back. So you have conveniently or potentially removed yourself. So you could go back and you could affect yourself and say, invest all your money in Apple. And realistically, the way time works, you could cease to exist. Your future self could cease to exist yeah. and you would just disappear because that guy would never need to go back. That's true. And if he did need to go back, it wouldn't be to go back to invest in Apple. 
that's that's why time travel is such a complex thing is because we don't know what kind of timeline that we create are we all in the same timeline or do we create different timelines when we go back right oh so like if he goes back and he affects himself <clears throat> does do the other 300 million people in, on in in america continue on their same it's only exactly. his veers off yeah right all the movies and everything that we watch always presuppose that we affect everybody with the butterfly effect right, right. Which was an awful movie. Yeah, uh, it was. Ashton, uh, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher. Oh, wait. No, the Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher movie was actually interesting. There was another. So the Butterfly, Butterfly Effect, effect is, 2. The Butterfly Effect <laughs> is based off of a short story by Ray Bradbury or somebody. I, 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 we can look it up. But it's okay. it's an interesting concept. It's like this this guy has a time travel company. And they go back and they kill dinosaurs. And everybody gets to watch and like, you know, shoot mm. dinosaurs with guns. And they have a they have very specific rules. You don't ever step off the, the track. You don't ever step off, because if you crush a butterfly, that could potentially be the butterfly that something ate, and then that thing doesn't live anymore, and then that thing would have been eaten by something else, and so on, and it creates this ripple effect. Mm. So they go back to kill this dinosaur, and, and all hell breaks loose because someone breaks the rules. A guy steps off of this this metal track that they have back in the you know prehistoric times, and he steps on a butterfly. So then they come back and everything has changed. He comes back and he's in the same office, but everybody has this weird purple hue to their skin. The air tastes different. He said the chairs look different. It's a really compelling short story. Well, the Butterfly Effect movie with Ashton Kutcher came out. It had nothing to do with that except for the namesake. Then they made one with uh, this like washed up actor. Uh, Ryan something, uh, I think. It was it was funny. It was awful, but I mean, it basically was that concept. Like they go back in time and they do that stuff. But time travel's crazy. No, it was Ed, not Helms. Ed, <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not Ed. Helms. I don't know. No, the uh, the short story that you were talking about is called "A Sound of Thunder." A by Sound Ray of Bradbury. Thunder by Ray Bradbury. It is. It's epic. I, I I highly recommend. It is short, but it it's like this guy comes back, and he just the way that he describes it, he's like the air tasted different. Everything just had like a hazier look to it. All the people had a weird look to their skin. And the guy, he comes back to this guy's office and he was like, you stepped on a butterfly and it changed all of human history and we know it. And it's Jeez. all your fault. Wow. Like nothing is right anymore. And we, we're all like sickly now because of what you did. And it just like, yeah, it just throws it on this guy's shoulders when realistically... If he stepped on that butterfly, he would have instantly changed in the past. He would have all suddenly have that same skin tone or whatever. That's the way that I think about time travel. Right. You think of it as the same timeline? Yes. So if I remove myself from now, if I go back and I tell myself on this podcast, you need to like talk about whatever, then I would, it's, it's like I, I would instantly change. change I would that, have whatever. the memory of... Or whatever. So like, and they they play that out. Um, that movie about sunspots. Jim Caviezel, and he, he talks to his dad on old ham radio. Frequency. Frequency. Oh, yeah. uh, very good. Uh, he he actually at one point like he cuts himself or he hurts himself or his dad hurts himself or something, and then suddenly the scar shows up on his arm right. or it shows up on his face. They did the same thing in that movie Time Cop with uh, or Shooter. With uh, Bruce Willis? 
No, Shooter oh. is Mark Wahlberg, bro. Yeah, yeah no, no, you're no, talking no, about I, Looper. Looper. Yeah, Looper. Yeah, that's yeah. Which, that, so that's how I I think Looper, and Shooter. I think Time Cop, even though it's a horrible movie. Uh, Time it, Cop is a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Jean-Claude Van Damme, um, yeah. It, 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 that's how I view time travel. Where if I suddenly wanted to send myself a message, yeah. I would need to like cut it in my arm. Or I would need to like mail it to myself, kind of like how they did in um, Back to the Future. He mails himself a letter. You know? Oh, yep. yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking of the Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock oh, going uh, the lake or don't something. Don't you fucking... Lake House? <laughs> yeah, Lake, lake House. Hey, that's yeah. a good... Don't you fucking... Don't you dare. That's a good movie. Are you serious? That's a good don't movie. Don't you diss Keanu. I'm giving Josh the eyes. Have now. you actually seen that movie? Yes, I've seen it. I like that movie. It's hard. You just jack off on Keanu. Don't you? <laughs> don't judge me. Yeah. For my well, lust John for Wick Keanu Reeves. Two in the you haven't even seen John Wick Two. Bobby Bobby <laughs> yeah, Bobby Yeager. What's that movie? It's called The Mailbox with Sandra Bullock. What's it called? Y'all were just talking about it. I'm, lake, house. lake House. It's so awful. I don't remember the name. Lake the house. Lake House. I'm yeah. gonna Bobby Yeager in your ass. That's the one where they where they put the letters in the mailbox and they're like right. in different times. Yeah. Stuff, right. Yeah. Exactly. But do they ever end up meeting each other? Yes. Yes, they do. So spoiler alert. On this one as well. Not that anyone <laughs> listening may be alert, watching. It got a, it got a, a 15 yeah. on Everyone listening to this is like, I want to go watch the Lake House yeah, now. Exactly. No, you fucking don't. It's horrible. Um, so, yeah. So, in that movie, uh, basically, they're communicating. She's in the future communicating to him in the past. And um, come to find out, he actually steps out. One day when she's like in the plaza in Chicago, he steps out in front of a bus and gets hit. But she doesn't know it's him. She just knows this incident happened. So then, like, as they're communicating back and forth, she slowly but surely, you know, gets a connection with him and then realizes that's why, because they set a time for, for him to show up to meet her in the future, and he never does. And then, like, she knows that something must have happened. So he di- he had died on that day. So then come to find out, she, like, figures it out and then tries to warn him, and they have this big suspense where it builds up and... That's right. You don't that, know. You don't know if she got to him in time, and then you see the mailbox thing raise, and he like got the letter just in time. That's whatever. right. I remember that. So I, the, that's when it kind of got good. When it got suspenseful. Yeah. And the sound of thunder was the, actually the name of the movie as well. It was Edward Burns. Oh, okay. Wait, that, that that did the movie. Yeah, Ben Kingsley, Edward Burns. I love Ben Kingsley. Uh, yeah, well, this is not one of his finest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is probably one of those that when people ask him about it, he's like, "Get out of my face." You know, that and Iron Man two. Oh, he was the sorry Iron Man three. Yeah, he was the uh, the he was the Mandarin. The Mandarin, right. yeah, the Mandarin. That was an actor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had like a bunch of plastic Kevin. surgery or something. Yeah, it was just yeah. So don't fucking that, judge me about my love of Keanu Reeves. It's a, okay. It took it took me a while to get used to him. I mean, he's the he's the whisperer. You know, every movie is the exact same. Yeah. I'm Keanu. He Reeves. doesn't show that much facial expression. Which I've grown. Well, I don't know if you all know this, but it's because he's a horrible actor. Ooh. <laughs> hey, hey. hey, he's had a rough life. You want to? Hey. You want to? Who a horrible actor is? Paul Walker was a horrible actor. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Mark Wahlberg is a horrible actor. He's only <laughs> had three. Like, uh, don't you fucking dare! He's only had like a couple. <laughs> he's only had. Like, I like a, Mark Wahlberg too. I love but he's Marky only Mark. had like two or three good movies that he's he was really great in. Shooter was the best movie he had. Shooter was a. Damn good. Movie. Never saw it. You, I thought he you, was great in the. What? I'm sorry. I just let's move on. Uh, I thought he was great <laughs> in the uh, the boxing movie. Fantastic. The fighter. Um, yeah, and he he actually oh, yeah. some of his comedic roles he's okay, 
but like the happening and some of the movies he oh, did God. before the happening. Oh, I, I've never seen that movie, but I heard it's just terrible. It's horrible. It, it could have been. So, it, it could have been really good. And I oh, love the Shyamalan. Plans, the plans there's, will kill you. There's parts. There's parts of the happening that are creepy, especially when they go into these towns and everyone's dead, and they have to like kind of walk around and everyone is dead. There are parts of it that Shyamalan nailed. Why is it that M Night Shyamalan movies like always get, have a twist that just leaves you pissed off? Listen, M Night Shyamalan, like, f- he goes fucking... way too far with his twists. He's like, yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna twist it, and and the wife is actually his kid. And so, ugh. did you all see his most recent one the, about the pr- multiple personalities? Split. split. That, that one was, was fucking good. good. That was a, split. that was yeah, good, badass. and it, and, it, and it was it's a nice return to his old his old movies. Yeah. The acting was superb. The directing was great. I love James McAvoy, and he was superb in that movie. McAvoy On was point. fantastic. And, I mean, that movie was tense. It and was. And it just builds, and it builds, and it oh, never ceases. I remember the whole movie. I could just feel myself yeah. being more and more tense. Signs, genius. Signs was, was fantastic. Yeah, I like Signs. A Unbra- lot of people, all right. Unbreakable holes, was fantastic. Plot holes in Signs. I understand there's a lot of plot holes. Why would aliens that get harmed by water come to a planet that's 70% water? You know, we all understand that. Nobody now. said the aliens were smart. <laughs> That's true. You know, they maybe they maybe they sent all of their like big dumb fucks to yeah. Earth. You know, I mean seriously. You know, we send all our dumb fucks in the mines. Exactly. You know, that's like a different world. <laughs> Recon. Go down there and dig that cola, asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna sit up here in my white collar and type on a keyboard. While you while you get black lung. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Rape your. Uh, not, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to make some awful, awful. You were about to take it to a whole, whole other, other level. level. Yeah, I was just going to. It was a joke. It was going to be a joke. What were we talking about? Split. Yeah, we were talking about split. Yeah, we're talking to M Night Shyamalan. We we're talking about the happening. I don't know. We, we hit a bunch of levels really quickly. Yeah, but uh, maybe Keanu, Mark Wahlberg, and his acting. Yeah. Maybe it just yeah, like he, the guy's just like he always he has this kind of this really tough Boston. Um, his accent and his his persona is always kind of like I can't I, I'm not really good at doing the Boston accent, but that he just kind of has this like fuck you this like, this like <laughs> he has kind of a fuck you persona. That's just who he is. And if you watch him and a lot of his movies that he did, uh, like the big hit. Remember the big hit? Do you remember the big hit? <laughs> what? Squinting your fucking eyes at me. He was what, a, he was like a hitman hit? in the big hit, and he was with Lou Diamond Phillips and. Uh, and um, are you talking about young guns? No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Devin just just spit over here. He spit all over my carpet. <laughs> he yeah. did. So anyway, in the hold on, keep going. I got to wipe my nose. Yeah. <laughs> he's got uh, he's got this weird thing that he does where he like puts this little thing on his 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 like when he talks he he does like this lisp in the happening. He's like, oh my god. There's like this. The wind is looking to kill us. It's like he's whining. It's he's whining in the big hit. He, he comes home and he like he's talking to his wife and he's like, "Baby, stop doing that." And it's it's all this like lisping and this whining and it drives me insane. It's him trying to take all that like tough, kind of bullish Boston out of his accent. And yeah. the only way, because he's such a horrible actor, <laughs> the only way he knows how to do it is to talk like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is what I find that's really annoying about his comedic roles, even in like other guys, Ted, all the movies, is that the way that he does comedy is he just fucking yells. Yeah. And that's yeah. not, that like, I'm get, a peacock. You got to let me fly. Yeah. I thought Ted was a steaming pile of garbage. Agreed. Oh. I think, oh my God. I saw Ted and was like, 
this is unbelievable. I'm not a huge Seth. Uh, what's his face? Is that McFarland? McFarland. Seth McFarland yeah, fan. McFarlane. I'm not a huge Seth McFarland fan. I love Family Guy, and I love Seth McFarland's voice, and I love he can do all these amazing things with his voice, and he can sing. I think the guy is disgustingly talented. Yeah. But that movie, people loved it. It was just raw and stupid, and they're talking about semen and. You know, it was just kind of like it, it's lowbrow humor, and excessively, excessively lowbrow, and it, right. it kind of bothered me a little bit because I want more from him. That guy's a genius. Seth MacFarlane's a genius. He is. Uh, he's actually, I don't know if you've all seen it. He's got a new show coming out. It's like it's like a, a goofy Star Wars knockoff or Star Trek knockoff. Have you all seen this? Or a mm-hmm. new show coming it. out. Um, I'm back, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a Star <clears throat> Trek knockoff. Star Trek knockoff. It's like a future future space, um, similar to yeah. It's it's way similar to Star it, Trek than it's Star Wars, but it's like them on the ship, and all of the the weird and funny things that they go through. Yeah, and it's gonna have like a, a Galaxy Quest type name, and the yeah, fun yeah. is like in Galaxy Quest or whatever. I mean, uh, we while you were gone, we talked about Mark Wahlberg. We just completely pissed all over his entire career. <laughs> Although, in two seconds. He beat up all the Ted movies and said that they were to complete garbage. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I think they're garbage. Oh, man. But, I mean, look, let's be honest. I'm sitting in like a, you know, little under the average house in Tennessee. I have kind of an average job in Tennessee. And Mark Wahlberg is like balling some chick right now. In a money, hey, look. Money made out of I don't. Bread. I don't disrespect his success no, by, no, by no means. Kudos to him for fucking making it big, but that doesn't mean that I can't critique his craft. Listen, I agree. He's he's a very one-sided actor. You know, he can only do like action or hard-ass films. You know, but that's just that's just the, who you are. You know, I can't sometimes believe you've you never seen the big hit. I've never seen the big hit. Also, the Seth MacFarlane's new show is the Orville. The Orfield. The Orville. Orville. Yeah. Yeah. Of hmm. course it is. Yeah. The Orifice. <laughs> yeah. 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 Did you all see that movie with Seth uh, Seth MacFarlane and uh, Charlize Theron and A Thousand Ways to Die? Yeah, a Million, ways, a million yeah. ways to Die in the West or whatever. Did, yeah. did you? Yeah, exactly. I'm just a movie guru. It was like a. Nah, right. Who, me? Me. I oh, had yeah. the. I yeah, had a, I was going to say, not me. I had high hopes for it, but it. it I don't know. There was just, some parts that were just too stupid. That's MacFarlane's entire career. That's Keanu's entire career. Had high hopes. I'm so far. <laughs> no, I'm going to jump Keanu. across here and yeah. punch you in the fucking nuts. You know what's funny? You know what? This would be no a great, punch. a great weird time thing. What if Keanu was sitting somewhere right now talking about this fat asshole named Adam Sanderson that you know was like his entire career was just like yeah. Keanu's like, you know what? I really hate fucking burly bearded guys yeah. that wear glasses. Yeah, I live in fucking Tennessee. There's this guy that watched some of my movies that didn't like him, and I yeah. think he's an asshole. Yeah, wouldn't that be I, funny I if he was doing a podcast right, about right. Me right now in like this weird world we live in? You know, no, that's where the time travel comes back. Maybe I, I a, like it's a Keanu. different dimension. Yeah, yeah, maybe on a different plane or something. Yeah, like a different dimension. Yeah, uh, maybe you're the famous one. Maybe I'm the famous one, and he's he's sitting here with you, dickheads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you just you just made my one of my dreams come true. <laughs> Man, up. I heard Keanu is Keanu a stand-up Stan. guy. He is. I've seen a video you, of him on the subway. The Everybody's subway, seen this. the subway yeah. video, great. He just is like, oh, I'm sorry. Here, please, like, have my seat. And and, did, and, and look, I'm not going to beat the dead horse about John Wick, but did you see the fucking training that he put into John yes, Wick? I did. Yeah, that uh, three gun training. Epic. Yeah. Like he competes in competitions, dude. Yeah, he's a badass. He's a total badass. Yes. He he's just a. Uh, he's had some traumatic experiences in his life. 
you know, his mom died of cancer when he was young. His dad had like left him or something like that. Uh, his best friend when they were like 17 died. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. He, uh, he, let's see, he had a wife who was pregnant, I think, and then died of cancer. I don't know. This is where the memory thing comes into play. I'm probably not telling that right. Let me look up all the bad things that have happened to Keanu. Yeah. That's the top hit on Google. Do they have like a, a, a web page? They do, actually. Yeah. yeah you it's called the Keanu, Sad Life of Keanu or something You type like in that. Keanu and then it fills in fucked up life. They they started <laughs> they started talking a lot about him after John Wick. Because that's, that's when I gained the most respect for him. Uh, what is it, it wasn't after Point Break? Point Break. Point, and, uh, dude, Point Break is such a good movie. Uh, the original I was, yeah, was so going to say, now we're going to get into that territory where someone's like, the fucking sucks. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> Tell you how to get out of my house. Anyways, continue your point, Bryce. No, it just after John Wick, they started really um, talking about him more so on social media and some of these sites, and they were talking about his struggles and how he's overcome. And that, to me, even if you, uh, even though I don't agree necessarily with people's acting skills, if you can be a stand-up outside or off-screen, then it's like, man, you're you're down to earth. Yeah, way more respect to you, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I love him. Denzel Washington. Dude, Denzel Washington's guy. in the top three for me. Yeah. And I want you to understand, just because I don't think he's a great actor, I think no, no, yeah. is fucking cool. No, yeah. I would it's love cool. to hang out with that dude. You know, I would love to hang out with Who's the uh, number one famous person that if you could hang out with him, you would want to? I already got mine. Who is it? Tom Hardy. Nice. Hmm. You know who Tom Hardy is? Interesting, yeah. yeah. Damn, what? Bang. Do you know what? From the Revenant. Oh, darkness is the other. Yeah, he's he played in the Revenant. He played uh, he he was Bane. He played in Warrior, which is one of my top five favorite movies. Awesome. You know, I don't know why I didn't know that he was Bane. I think I just never looked into that. Yeah, yeah. interesting. That movie, that show he did on FX Taboo was not good. You yeah, like I, Taboo? I, I couldn't get no. into that. It was the the story was too complex. They had too, way too many things going on. The yeah, and, and I mean, they're going to do season two, and I've heard that it's going to be a little different, but uh, he's such a great actor, but my ex and I were watching Taboo one day, and she brought up a gorgeous point. She was saying the whole show is him walking somewhere, riding a horse, or talking like this to somebody. Sounds like Lord of the Rings. And she was like, it looked, hey. the entire show was that. He look, she was like, he's going to walk into a room and talk to someone and be like, I don't you ever do this to me again. Yeah. You know, and then he's, he's going to walk gonna somewhere like, and they're going to film I have a use it. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like get your dirty hands we, off me. We rewatched uh, Band of Brothers and Tom Hardy yeah. stars in Band of Brothers. He's just that little guy actually porking that chick. Yeah. He, he, well, he started out as, let's see, he was like extras in, um, Oh, what's Brand of, Band of Brothers? Um, there was another Black Hawk Down. He was in Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down, Down, yeah. Yep. And then um, he was the uh, in Star Trek Nemesis. I forgot what his character well, he name was. Huge he was role. he was he was the bad guy. Yeah, he was the Trek bad Nemesis. guy yeah. in Star Trek Nemesis. I mean, he also he had small roles in um, Wuthering Heights. No, he was in uh, Wuthering Heights. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I've right never now. seen that. Uh, he. And, and fuck you for seeing that. Uh, yeah, who would watch that? Those Wuthering Heights. Uh, Excuse me. Sorry. It's like a huge book. Jesus. I think Wuthering Heights is like a big story. Did you also watch Anna Karina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Notebook, you douchebag. Um, the Lake House. The Lake House. Sorry. Fuck you for bringing it back to Sorry. No, 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 no. He was in this great, great movie with Daniel Craig, uh, Layer Cake. If you've never seen Layer Cake, it is a fantastic movie. And he's got this tiny role, but his role... It's like it's like meaningful. He always adds something. He was fantastic in Inception. 
Oh, mm-hmm. Inception was what really launched his yeah. blockbuster hit. Inception yeah. was and he, he doesn't have an enormous role in Inception, but no. his role mm-hmm. is integral. I and mean, it's just like in every in like the way that he talks and the way he carries himself. Tom Hardy's a good choice. What, yeah. That's a good choice. What movie is he? Uh, he plays his twin, and they're brothers. Oh, legend, legend, legend. Yeah. legend. Good yeah. movie. Yeah. Great acting. I mean, that's just that's superb acting. He was in Rock and Rolla, wasn't he? Um, yeah, Rock and Roll. He was Handsome Bob. Yeah, he's. I mean, he had, he has tons of roles. Oh my God, the one movie that I saw of Tom Hardy's that will is the end all be all. The end all be all. The one of the best acting performances I have ever seen in my entire fucking life. Bronson. Oh have yeah, you, Bronson. I heard Bronson super good. Is oh you haven't seen it? No, it's Dude, on Netflix though. You have got. I saw That's Bronson, yeah, and when Bronson was over, I just sat there like. Holy shit. I immediately texted a friend of mine and said, stop what you're fucking doing and watch this movie right now. He texted me back like two Mm -hmm. hours later and said, holy shit. Even what a great movie. Even Charles Bronson himself was like, yeah, that was pretty special. Oh, is it (laughs) the movie of his life or something? Yeah. Not Charles Bronson, the actor. It's another Bronson. There's another Bronson. What are you talking about? The real guy. Charles Bronson. Yeah, the guy from like Europe. Yeah, yeah. He Bronson was a guy. Oh, not he, Death Wish. He was apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're thinking Death Wish. No, it's Bron. Like this is like the very quick and dirty. He he was like this guy who was always in trouble, but he was a total badass. He ends up getting put in jail, and while he's in jail, he basically learns how to be a complete and utter like badass. He just beats the shit out of everybody. Every guard that gets anywhere near him, he beats the shit out of him. He beats the shit out of him so much they have to let him out of prison. So they let him out of prison, and he tries to go straight, and he starts beating the shit out of everyone. They throw him back in prison, and he beats the <laughs> shit out of everybody. They try to let him out again, and he just he, he's just yeah. bloodthirsty. He just beats the shit out of anyone that gets anywhere near him. It's actually and, called Bronson Beats the Shit Out of Everybody. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the subtitle in parentheses. <laughs> yeah. He, it goes on a fucking rampage. You know, it, It's a great movie. I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, right. but, the, but the, the guy that it's based off of, he was like, "Yeah, you picked a pretty spot on actor to do that." Yeah, he's nice. like, "It, it all." Had I gotta like check that, that out. Yeah. It's great, sure. dude. It's, it's great, and it sounds like it's boring. It's like a guy beating people up, but he's he's psychotic, and so back to memories, you get into a lot of weird stuff with him where his perception of what's happening, he, he he's like, you know, will talk about himself in the third person all the time, and kind of will see himself, and he the, his perception of events is kind of skewed, obviously. You know, so it's interesting. It's kind of interesting how our minds work. Uh, who's next? Who, who, no, who? no. So, so you recommended Black Mirror. It was good. You recommend this. I will definitely try it, even though you haven't seen Lake House. <laughs> I've seen Lake House. Oh, that's right. You have. Yeah, seen I Lake have. House. I just, I just like wanted Lake to House. make fun of you about it. It's so, okay. who, so I mean, well, you know, you, who's your number one? Yeah. So mine's Tom Hardy, yeah. who I would hang out with in real life. Yeah. Who would you hang out with, Adam? Uh, probably Jodie Foster. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry. She was the first. She has amazing calves. She has beautiful legs. But I, I mean, wow. I, I don't know. I mean, Denzel's cool. Um, I, I don't know, man. It, that's a tough question. That's a really tough question. There are so many actors I love. There's so many actresses I love. Um, but well, let's move on to Bryce. Bryce, yeah. who would you pick? Well, it's a guarantee. It's it's Denzel Washington. So really, that's yeah, guaranteed, I, guaranteed. Now, Denzel Washington's if, best role go. <clears throat> if you if you don't answer this right, then hey, there, there's there's several. So you can't tell me that I have two in mind. Mm-hmm. You want to hear mine? Yeah. 
training, training day. day. Yeah. Yep. Man on fire. Man on fire. Yeah. Oh, Man on fire. Killer. Which is the one with? Movies. What's the one with him and uh, him and Wahlberg? That's two guys. Two guys. Two guys. Yeah, two, guys. <laughs> two guys. Yeah. Two guys. Two stars. Two guys. What it fucking was. That two was guys. One gun. Movie. I didn't think that was a good movie. Man on fire. Fantastic. It's movie. it's two movies. You basically get two movies for one of Man on Fire. You get like the. Have you seen it? Yeah. I yeah. love it. It's like him being the sweet guy who's kind of washed up and he was taking care of the little girl and then they fuck with the little girl and you get an entire new movie of him yep. just reciprocity. I am going to wreck every human that had anything to do with that. And I loved it. It's And it just splits right down the middle. Two movies. I loved it. Uh, Training Day's epic. Training Day was yeah. fucking that's, epic. That's he the only took, movie he took, he's like a bad guy. guy. I mean, Yeah, he, well, he was he, a bad guy in... Um, oh, well, he was American Gangster. He was bad. He was yeah, technically yeah, the bad true. guy, but you know. It's, what about the one where he's a train conductor? Phelan one taking up Pelham one two three. That's a remake. With that was John awful. Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta. Get <laughs> out of well, here. Well, the original. No, no, no. I'm talking about the one where he's uh, the train conductor with Chris Pike. Oh, oh yeah. unstoppable. Unstoppable. No. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking yeah. of a collision for some no, reason. No, yeah, unstoppable. He wasn't a train conductor in the taking of Pelham. He was the guy. He was the guy in the office. He was no. Yeah, he was the. Oh, he was like some kind of office guy. Yeah, he's like the guy that like. You know, you that know, he's the guy, John the Trump guy Trump behind the guy. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he probably, I would have probably said Denzel. Who's yours? I'm still thinking. Man, I, the thing that makes it hard for me is I'm, I'm trying to think about who, like, who would be just badass to hang out with as far as, like, relatable. Well, shit, from <laughs> Mel this Gibson. episode, it sounds like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck you. If Denzel was late to our little uh, bromance date and he was going to be gone for an hour, I would call up Mel Gibson and be like, let's let's grab a beer, light oh, up a cigarette. Mel Gibson. <laughs> what, dude? Let's go kill if people. If people were Mel driving Gibson. by and they're like, dude, that, is that kid with Mel Gibson? I'm like, what's up? I mean, maybe if you were getting in a, a back alley fight or like, <laughs> just be with yeah, a crazy if you needed person. to yell racial slurs. Somebody, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought of any good racial slurs lately. Let me call Mel up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See if he can uh, bounce something off the passion of the yeah, bring, yeah, Give yeah. me some good Jewish references. Yeah, yeah bring, a, bring a pack of cigarettes and your best racial slurs. Like <laughs> come on, come on, Riggs. <laughs> uh, Man, I don't, I don't know for me. Um, I can tell you one person that immediately comes to mind is, because I think it would be super interesting and just like overall fun, would be Joe Rogan. I think just I think he'd be fucking badass to hang out with. What? No, I just... I, I'm so I'm so opinionated. I think what R- Rogan is kind of a cool guy. He just seems like a kind of a, like a greasy douchebag sometimes. Like, Why he just does, dude? He just is like like I, I could listen to. There, it's something I catch in him every once in a while. Like I'll, I, number one, I hate his voice. I I don't know what it is. I cannot stand his voice. He, but he like I'll hear Joe Rogan nine times out of ten, and I'm like I like that guy. Like he's 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 connected. He knows what he's doing. And then number ten will will come around. He'll say something. I'm like, what a douchebag. He's you know? just like I don't know. I, I think he he's just, just. I guess he he gives so few shits. Yeah, he don't give a shit about nothing. That periodically he'll actually kind of step on something that I got give a shit about. And I'm like, you prick. But I, but that's also what makes him somebody that I'm like, I appreciate that guy. Yeah. Because he just doesn't give a shit. The truest form of no shits given. Um, I mean, he took on Carlos Mencia. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. They were actually uh, they were talking about it not too too long ago on the pod, not his podcast, mm-hmm. but 
one of the other ones were talking about like what happened. But yeah, he called him out like in the comedy store about because he was stealing people's acts. He did it over and over again. He hammered this dude even during his shows. He ruined he, his career. Well, I mean, he's still touring, but Carlos Mencia had Mencia? like Comedy Central shows and yeah. was in movies and stuff. You don't the have, mind of Mencia. Yeah, you don't ever hear about that dude anymore because Rogan just hammered him and he gave you all these beautiful instances of when Mencia just stole jokes, which I don't know if you heard about that. They have started hammering Amy Schumer for. Yeah, really? Amy Schumer. That. I watched a I like twenty minute compilation video on YouTube of her just stealing jokes straight to people's faces. And it is it is like word for fucking word, except for her changing a few little things. So, Amy Schumer, I don't know if you've noticed, is not that popular anymore. And she had a Netflix documentary that I have every human I know, or not documentary, it was a Netflix comedy special. Every human I know that has watched it said it was fucking garbage. Yeah, it's it, just like, it wasn't great. It's like her talking about her panties and tampons the entire fucking time. It's like, that's not comedy. Yeah. Like, be be original. Think of something. Think of something funny that happened to you today or something that would have happened to you that would have been funny. That's comedy. You know, I mean, it's just uh, every comedian in the world has stolen or shared a joke and told it and kind of made it their own. Yeah. Um, but... She, when you, the, I saw that video too, dude, and I was like, whoa. I mean, her movie, sh- sh- I don't say shipwreck. Train wreck. Train wreck. <laughs> shipwreck. shipwreck. I'm, I'm just That's like my dad. That's the sequel to train I'm like wreck. my dad. My dad, my dad yeah. would like see some kid named Greg, and he'd be like, tell, tell old girly boy to come over here. I'm like, it's Greg. And he'd be like, yeah, like, tell Gregory. To, he just like couldn't ever just say the name fucking Greg. You know what I mean? He'd say, he'd like, tell Gregor to come over here. I'm like, it's Greg. I'm that guy. I, I have turned into that guy. You know, I, her movie's name is Trainwreck. I'll say Shipwreck. You know, I'll say for the rest of my fucking life. Uh, but it was a shipwreck. It was a shipwreck. I'm, I'm scared that I'm going to turn out like my dad. Love you, Dad. I'm actually kind of scared. I'm scared. I can't wait to see you in like 20 years. You'll be fucking, oh, man. I'll be a horrible person. You will be. Yeah. I'll be, I try, I'm trying to change it now. I was supposed to work out today, and I came to this podcast instead. Well, I'm glad you came. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah, yeah, working out. Yeah. Or you got a podcast. <laughs> or a podcast. Yeah, or yeah. podcast. You don't not podcast. I can yeah. go to Planet Fitness and be furious the entire time because all those shitheads that work out in there. Yeah. Or plus, can, you, plus you can't yell. Yeah. You can't, or you can't do your They have the lunk, the lunk alarm, yeah. Which I didn't know. I thought the employees rang the lunk alarm. I thought it was like their job. What is it? Is it listening for you or something? No, no, no. It's my responsibility so there's, they have like a thing hanging from the ceiling with a big red button on it. Oh, my God. The blue light? Yeah. yeah. It's a lunk alarm. So if someone in there is acting like an asshole or if I like, I mean, there are some absolutely gorgeous women in there. If I like hit on a woman or if I'm like, hello, how are you doing? You know, no, I love the way you walk on the treadmill. I love she the like way a you ring squat. It, like ring the lunk alarm or something like that. So. Then what do they do? Like come running or something? I don't know. I've never they seen it. They feed you more pizza? Yeah. There's yeah. only a few... Uh, scrawny employees that work at Planet Fitness. Yeah. They can't do anything to you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seriously, like a dude like me. There is this big old girl that works there. She could probably handle me. Like, <laughs> two times. She outweighs me easy. She's sweet as candy. She Jeez. could probably take a fucking wet bite out of my ass. Like, if she, if she came around that fucking <laughs> counter, and I, and I bet you if I like if I popped her like a couple times, like once in the nose and once in the temple, she'd probably fucking nail me. She'd nail me. So are you saying you would hit first? <laughs> well, fuck yeah. I would, I would yeah. self-defense. Swing first on that yeah, girl. Well, let's say like someone rang the lunk alarm about me, and I'm like, what the fuck is up? And she came out from behind that counter. I'd hit that bitch. 
first. Well, yeah. <laughs> Strike first. You're fucking yeah. nuts. Uh, Josh, I have a problem with yours. Uh, we said actors. He was an actor. He's in Fear Factor. He he was. Yeah, oh, I mean yeah. that you. Could, oh, that's a hosting job. Nice. Right. He's an MC. Right. He's not yeah. an actor. You're and right. I haven't even given mine yet. Well, who's yours? You go first. Well, I don't know. I'm still thinking. You do. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, we're like we're like at a restaurant. I can't order yet. We'll we find are. out next episode. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. I mean, I think Will Ferrell would be cool. Um, fuck. That would be a fun. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of a good one. You know who I heard was a super stand-up guy to hang out with? Who? Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Tom Hanks has showed up at people's weddings and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty. Like someone wrote him. They were just like, "We would love for you to show up." There's been other times where Tom Hanks is just walking around random places, and people have gone up and said, "Hey, Tom Hanks, like I love your stuff." Actually, like we're over here having dinner, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. I'll just come hang out." You know, (laughs) I honestly, I've seen pictures like that. I, I would say, I'd say probably Bill Murray. Oh, man. Yeah, that would be super nice. Yeah, that's kind of like a Trump card. I mean, everybody kind of wants to hang out with him. But I have heard so many crazy stories. And and I've heard that this is verified. This is a verified story. Like someone sitting at random burger joint. And they were like, Bill Murray came in and was ordering and looked at me and my fiance. And we're like, oh, my God, that's Bill Murray. He came to my table and he picked my hamburger up and he took the biggest bite out of it and he laid it down and he said, no one's going to believe you. And he walked away. <laughs> and and they, he said they were just like, holy shit. Like, that's, you know, he, he just literally, that's all he said. He just took a fucking bite out of this dude's hamburger and said, no one's going to believe you. And he walked away. That's amazing. That's fucking cool. Dude. That is awesome. <laughs> that's a guy, that, that's like Joe Rogan level of not giving a shit. Yeah. You know, um, and all the stories that he has, I mean, that guy lived through a, a pretty unbelievable transition in movie making, comedy. Uh, I mean, he. this is the guy that supposedly got into a huge fist fight with, like, Chevy Chase behind the scenes. Damn. Um, I mean, you know. Of like, what, Caddyshack? Uh, on Caddyshack, they had to keep them away from each other, but they only had, you know, two scenes. Well, there was one actual scene together, and then they had cut a scene that they were together that never made it into the movie, I think. Um, it, it, I think. Hmm. I've seen that scene. You can find it on YouTube. There's a bunch of cut from uh, Caddyshack on YouTube. It's interesting stuff. But no, it was a Saturday Night Live. Because okay. Chevy, yeah. Chevy Chase right. came on it. And like you had Belushi. Uh, you had Murphy. You had... Um, All-Star. Yeah, this was like OG SNL. OG, yeah, like Gilda Radner. You had uh, Bill Murray. And you had all these people that were on um, that were on the OG. You know, And, and who's the other guy that ended up dying? Um, uh, uh, Belushi. You know, so they were all the regulars, and that's how they made their living. Chase came on, was on there for one season, and then ended up getting, like, an acting gig and becoming huge. Well, then he wanted to come back and, like, kind of do some guest spots, and he came back, and he, you know, you hear all the stories about Chase, that he's a huge misogynist douchebag. Right. And everybody on set, they're all, like, hanging out in the writer's room, and he comes in and, like, busts in. He's like, go give me some coffee, sweetheart, sugar tits. Like, go give me some coffee. And starts acting like an asshole. And, of course, Murray and some of those guys stand up and like, who the fuck are you, bro? Like, this is what we do for a living. Respect it. And apparently they get into a huge fight. Wow. Um, but, I mean, you hear those stories even on Community. Did you ever watch Community? No, but no. that's one of my shows that I want to watch. I want to watch it, too. Every human I know that ever watched Community said they loved it. But I heard that even on that show, Chevy Chase was a huge douche. He was hmm. just a douchebag. So mine was mine's Bill Murray. Uh, he just seems like a cool guy. Yeah, I think 
I think you and Bill Murray would would do some crazy shit together. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I think he stole Denzel. I was going to say Denzel. You stole my Denzel. Yeah. Avid fan from the He's beginning. He's huge. Good still. Good still. Yeah, dude. It, they, he did a – Equalizer was great. That was, I think, one of the most – more recent or oh, Magnificent Seven. It was it was a big cast. But oh yeah, Equalizer. I haven't seen. I haven't seen. It's a badass grandpa yeah. on that. But show. Uh, Equalizer, they're supposed to be turning that into a trilogy. I haven't heard anything else about the second. Really? One, yeah. He's a supposedly. badass in that. Yeah. But it's kind of predictable. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but I mean, a lot of Denzel's roles are. Uh, I think I'd probably pick Ryan Gosling. Are you serious? Wow. <laughs> no. He has washboard abs. He does. He does. Yeah. He's pretty hot. Ryan Gosling is one of those actors that I can. Firmly said. Did you ever see like, the driver? He's just, he's gorgeous. I didn't think the driver was a great movie. He was really? he was dorky. I heard and remember the tires and then it kind of grew in. Dude, I, I heard it like weird. first like I don't know thirty minutes of it was like okay, and then all of a sudden it just turned like I brutal. know, man. It and it, that's what like got me loving it. Driver. Yeah. 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 yeah it's kind of crazy, but I mean, it's like there's not a whole lot of driving in it. No, but. <laughs> Like that movie that came out, Baby Driver, I was like, which got fantastic reviews. I heard Baby Driver was a super good movie. Yeah, it it looks good. But it was funny. I remember the first time I saw a preview, like Baby Driver, and it's like this (laughs) 16-year-old kid with a fucking red car. And I was like, there's going to be like two minutes of driving. It's like you know, I think it's like all driving. It's like all driving. This yeah. kid's just like a total badass. And like they hire yeah. Kevin Spacey hires him and he like, you know, <clears throat> the typical like Kevin Spacey's the big overlord and he like <laughs> makes sure that this kid is like can never get out of his organization or something. So then baby driver's like, well He has to drive his way out of it. He has to drive his way out. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I, that was perfect. <laughs> he drove out of the the slime and into my hearts, you know. Is that is that like the the slogan for it? Yeah, baby driver, you know, <laughs> driving into a theater near you. He's been driving ever since he drove out of his mother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> driving straight into your panties. No, I was actually going to go see that today with my my roommate, but um, I backed out at the last second. But instead, you went to KFC and got a whatever that bowl is. You saw. Oh man, the five dollar fill up bowl. Oh, I just Spr- had one of those today. Speaking of KFC, <laughs> this is fucked up. This is fucked up. I'm sorry about what we're about to talk about. I was talking to someone today, and they were talking about overdoses. And they were like, you know, my friend Brian, um, they got kind of like really somber. And they were like, he just like disappeared one day. And um, his girlfriend called me and said, have you seen Brian? And I said, no. And uh, then we got a call from the police. And uh, he, uh, he OD'd. In a KFC bathroom. <laughs> and I just, like that, she dropped, she dropped that on me. And she was telling me a story about like one of her most beloved friends ODing in a KF fucking C bathroom. And I, tur- I, I, I was staring at my computer. Like, why would I, you pick that? Why, why would you pick KFC? Because you're a fucking crackhead. I looked over at her and I just started laughing. In the middle of her story, she was telling me about one of her most beloved friends that fucking OD'd in a KFC bathroom. And I turned around and was like, <laughs> KF fucking C. I was just like, <laughs> and just this chick, she just looked at me. I was like, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Like, that was completely insensitive. You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't help it. How, do you, how can you not help that? Uh, you, you can't. Yeah. KFC. Of all KFC. the places. Like, this guy, this, this guy could have gone to a park. He could have like laid under a tree and been like, "This is it, God." He went to KFC, and he died on like a dirty towel floor. You know what he did? 
He went up to the register and he said, "Let me get one of those five dollar fill up bowls." Yeah, and then he went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Is that how you would go out? <laughs> oh, that's how I would go out. Yeah, he like tried to die with it. the colonel. Yeah, five dollar fill up bowl. I haven't heard of this. This sounds good. I'm by the way, I'm ridiculously hungry right now. Dude, I had KFC for the first time in ages today, and it was everything you might have dreamed of. Publix. You it ever had fried funny. chicken? Oh, my God, dude. It is good. We have fried chicken all the time from Publix, and it is amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Have you ever had fried chicken from Publix? Yeah. yeah of course you have. No, I, I haven't heard this princess chicken thing. Princess Prin- hot oh, chicken? Princess yeah. hot chicken, dude. Yeah. Is that here in here, here in Nashville slash Antioch? Man, it is the best hot chicken that you'll ever have. Hattie B's, Hattie B's hot chicken downtown and they it's have one good. out west is 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 it's fantastic. Good. It's my favorite. Yep. Prince's is fantastic. Prince's has a very good taste to it. Yeah. It's a really good taste. Now, I've gone to Prince's like I can eat their hot all day. I can eat Hattie B's hot all day. Hattie B's has damn hot. And then Prince's has like a like a step up from hot. Here's the problem. So you eat hot, and you're like, wow, it's got like a nice tingle to it. You know, tomorrow is probably going to hurt a little bit. No big deal. The step up is like, you know, dropping like, you know, a bomb on a plane versus a nuke. It's un-fucking-believable. Wow. At Prince's? At, at Hattie B, at any of them, in my opinion. Like, Hattie B says hot and then damn hot. Princess says hot and then like extra hot. Yeah. So one night I ordered hot and extra hot, and I, my girlfriend and I were sharing it. And I had like a bunch of the hot, and I'm like, "Woo!" I can kind of feel it, and you kind of get like the yeah. like the tingling. And I took a big bite of the extra hot, and it was like game fucking over. I had to sit on my couch, and I was, I started like clamoring around for white bread and milk. <laughs> and it's like, it, it's seriously. I'm like, what? Like, I wanted to call him and go, "You got your levels fucked up." You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like a one to a ten. So that's how that's how damn hot Hattie B's is too. If you've never had Hattie B's, like their hot is good. It's good hot chicken. Were you like were you like sticking your tongue in a bowl of country crock trying to cool it off? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was hilarious. You got me. You got me in my funny bone there. Yeah, yeah. Their steps are crazy. Uh, so Hattie B's has like mild, medium, hot, damn hot. Then they have like. Um, something else and then they have shut the cluck up shut the cluck up is like what their version of what we would think like nuclear hot is i think they're damn hot is already nuclear hot Uh, i know a few people that have had it and they're like i i literally thought that i had done damage to myself you you have to like put your hands on the table and tell everyone to stop talking because you feel like someone has a blowtorch in your mouth. Have wow. you ever have you ever had a Buffalo Wild Wings their blazing challenge? No, I haven't. I've done it twice. I've had their habanero. It's pretty good. It's uh, I actually did it with the boneless because I, I I mean I like I'll eat boned wings, but I prefer boneless. It's just my my prerogative. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Can I can I stop you right there a second? Yes, um, Adam. Can you say what you just said just a second ago? What was what wings have you had? I'm not gonna say it like I said it again. <laughs> I've I had the habanero. I said habanero. I said habanero. Habanero. Yeah, wow. I, I dropped my H. <laughs> That's I've never heard it pronounced because I always say habanero. Habanero. Right? Habanero. But habanero. I, I I dropped it, and as soon as I dropped it, I I like looked at Josh and got uncomfortable. I was like, yeah, oh, like will he notice? <laughs> please no one notice. <laughs> please don't notice that I said habanero. I did not notice. At all. You know what's funny is, is I'm probably right. Probably, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Us country hicks down here, we say habanero. Yeah, habanero. it's like herbs. Jalapeno. Like, yeah. you know, put herbs, some herbs in the jalapeno. salad. You know, it's like, it's herb. So it's habanero, you pricks. Anyway, what were you saying? So, uh, yeah, I did the blazing challenge twice with uh, Boneless. And um, same thing. It's fucking, it's nuclear. You can't even, I, you can't even like fathom. I'm like snot balls and crying and yeah. like holding my tongue and beer trying to cool it off and it's, yeah. it's nothing helps. It's crazy. Like why? Why is that fun? Why? Why it's is not. that fun for anybody? And it's so, not. I, I only saw. Did, I only did it because uh, someone else paid for it. Oh, and there I wish you go. I hadn't. There you go. You so, did it twice. I, yeah, because someone else paid for it. Oh, okay. Because I, they're like, hey, I bet you won't do this, and I'm like. Okay. Pay I went over it. to a table one night. This is not one of my finer moments. I went over to a table one night at Buffalo Wild Wings, and there was an entire tray, like six to eight wings, of the uh, habanero pepper. <laughs> not habanero. I, I almost said habanero. habanero. I almost said habanero again. A habanero pepper. Yeah. And um, I just looked at it, and I asked the waitress, I was like, why didn't they eat that? And she was like, I don't know. And I said, can I eat it? And she was like, that's fucked up. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to eat that food. And she's like, that's really fucked up. What if they did something to it? I'm like, well, the habanero will kill it. The habanero will kill it. You know? You did it I said it again. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's just the way I pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Is that the well, actor that you would hang out with in real life? Who? Habanero. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I, uh, I, I picked this tray up off of a table that someone had just left. And I ate every one of those fucking wings. And then you the, smashed it in fury. While, <laughs> while, while all the, everybody at my table was like, you are a disgusting pig. Like, you ate food off someone else's table, and I'm like, it's free food. Yeah. I would, you know, like, I, I'm going to do that. It did the most horrible, horrible shit to me the next day. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had, I almost had to leave work. It was, <laughs> it was awful. Yeah. And I texted my friend, I texted my friend about it, and I was like, dude. I'm think I think I did something to myself. Like I think I think there was something wrong with those wings. <laughs> he, he was just like, "You fucking pig! You deserve it. Don't ever eat food off someone's table again." And of course, I mean, it's not like I ate a hamburger off someone's table. Right. I ate like these stupid hot wings off of someone's table. When you do stuff like that, like it's unbearable the next day. It's unbearable. Like, that's the same shit that I went through twice after that, and it's, it was awful yeah like you it, it's it's the worst not the worst pain ever but it's pretty fucking bad yeah i'm not a, i love hot i love princes oh, I, I love hot chicken i love hot food but the what it does to my body it's it's a lot of times i have to prepare myself like yep. before i eat princes i'm like here we go you know what tomorrow's gonna be All right like you know what this is gonna feel like you start looking at your schedule tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> free up some yeah. space some time yeah. yep i went to Every year, Nashville has their July 4th fireworks show or whatever, but they also have a hot chicken festival yep. on the same day earlier that day. I went to it three years ago, and I ate the hottest piece of freaking chicken that I've ever put in my mouth. And it was it was like pouring down rain, and I literally just stepped outside of the tent that we were under and just pointed my face up at the sky and was like, please cool my mouth down, God. You literally stuck your head in the Cumberland River and were like guzzling river where, water. Where the dead bodies are and everything. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was so hot. My eyes, my nose, my mouth, everything that I had on my body was just pouring out sweat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny with the, dust, the capsaicin dust yeah. to your body. I love the videos on YouTube 
you have the pros, you have the professionals that are like, you know, I eat hot peppers all around the world. Here is the Carolina Reaper. Here's the ghost pepper. Here's the Jolokia or whatever the hell they're going to eat. And they, they eat it. And then you just get to watch that, like what happens to Chemical their body. reaction. Yeah, you get to watch what happens to their body. I saw a video recently of like this poor old black dude. He's like an AT&T driver. And his buddy like gives him a, a ghost or a, a, a Reaper, which the Reaper has taken the crown now. So like Tabasco, it's like... Uh, 20,000 Scoville units or whatever. Right. You know, and you start ramping up. Reapers are in the millions. God. They're in the millions <clears throat> of, of, of Scoville units. So, I mean, they, they, they tell people this kind of shit. It can actually hurt you. He just nonchalantly is like, man, I'll eat this pepper, man. Don't worry about me. I'll eat this pepper. <laughs> he just throws it in his mouth and he like pops a little top off of it and tosses it in the, and he goes, sure And he's like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's not that. And then goes into fucking convulsions. For 15 fucking minutes. It's like the guy, it's like something <laughs> takes over his body. Like he's possessed. He gets out of the car and he starts to gyrate around and starts to spit up. And his guy is like, the guy filming it is like, oh my God. I'm going to have to take him to the hospital. And he gets out of the car and this guy starts making those weird like Tourette's hands. You know what I mean? Like where he gets up near his face and his his fingers are curling up, like a claw. <laughs> yeah, the Jesus. claw. He claw because he's in so much pain. And I watched this video at my desk, bawling my eyes out. And I and so it, they they have to end the video with him still writhing in pain. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, why would you do that yeah. to yourself? Okay, so get to give you a scale, Tabasco is about 2,000 Scoville units, okay, I was which off. is the heat scale. It's a Scoville right? unit, yeah. Yeah, so the Carolina mm-hmm. Reaper is 2,200,000 Scoville units. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, and when you start moving down, to like, what are, the, what are the peppers that I've had? They're like jalapeno, and they're like, that's like 10,000 Scoville units. And then you were like, well, I've had, I've had like those dried those dried chilies that like the a lot of the it's in a lot of Mexican food and they're outrageous and you're still just in the thousands and I've had those things that made me wish that I had like never done that the reapers and like even habaneros they're not that hot these reapers are insane and the, these videos you see of people eating this stuff, it's real. And they, they'll talk about it. They're like, like for a week later, like my, my entire insides are just wrecked. Is the Reaper something that was like uh, created more recently? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was created purely for heat. Like nothing is natural about this pepper. Yeah, they just took a bunch of different peppers and they like hybridized them. Right. And they basically made the most god-awful pepper you can What color possibly. are they? They're like red or orange. They're, they're like red, and they have blisters all over them. <laughs> oh my so, it's so weird. They were when, made by the when sun. When you see people eat Reapers, they will typically have gloves on. Because if you just touch a Reaper, it can actually like like bring hives up or whatever. Yeah. And the problem is, is that no matter how much you scrub your hands, that capsaicin oil stays on there. If you make the mistake of like going and <coughs> wiping your ass... Mm. Or touching your wife, or touching your child, or rubbing your nose, touching which your I did this one time. I got what? Touching your dick. Exactly. I knew it was going to go there. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it just waits to say. I got, I did this one time, dude. I was cutting up these really, really hot peppers in my kitchen. And we're talking below habanero, habanero peppers. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I keep Habanero. saying it. I, uh, I, I was chopping up these peppers, and I went to the sink, and I got Dawn dishwashing liquid, and I fingernail scrubber. Scrub, 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 scrub. Got done. Put the peppers in the dish, never touched them again. And then randomly went and kind of wiped my nose. Wiped my nose a little bit. I was like on fire and mm-hmm. in pain. I had tears streaming down my face for the rest of the night. And and had to keep, I had to take Dawn dishwashing liquid and get it soapy and literally take my fingers in my nose and wash the insides of my nose out and wash all around the top of my lip out because I was on fire because it, all that sensitive skin, mm-hmm. you know, and all that capsaicin got in there and I had scrubbed my hands. So imagine this was like in the thousands of Scoville units. Imagine in the millions. Like yeah. that's, they have to wear gloves. It's crazy. I could, I could handle heat. And I know this is impossible and improbable, but it's the lips and the tongue that really gets me. If that's on fire, I'm done. Yeah. Because it's, oh my God. That's what's so hilarious it. about people who get pepper sprayed. Yeah. People that usually get pepper sprayed are in the middle of going like, fuck you. And their, yeah. their mouth is open so that it hits them. <laughs> oh like, God. I don't know. I, I'm probably, I don't know. You're in the military. You were, you are in the military. You ever been like you've had, you've probably had to do like the uh, tear Test. gas and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You've probably been pepper sprayed, right? Yeah. I and tased. And ta- I've been tased and pepper sprayed, um, and I I don't recommend it in case anyone's curious. <laughs> it's a fun Friday night though. Yeah, it's fun. I was tased at a party, and coincidentally, I was pepper sprayed at a party too. But Jesus, it, same well, night? What kind of fucking no. parties do you go to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first one, I was with a bunch of cops, and they thought it would be funny to tase me. Nice. Uh, it not not the, the, with the barbs. They took the barbs off the tase gun, and they just stuck it on my fat, fleshy ass. So it wasn't like a, the hangover? No. They just, <laughs> they just pulled the trigger on me, and I rode that motherfucker down to the carpet. Well, it, what? Did they shoot bear ass? No, 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 no. No. I can't it was, remember. Was it a touch taser? Well, on, on the tasers that shoot the barbs out, yeah. you can take the cartridge off, and then it becomes a touch taser. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay. So it, yeah, was, yeah. it was a legit police version. It looks like a pistol, and they took that thing off, and they stuck it on my ass. I don't think it was bare-assed. But, so I was at, a, I was at a, a Cinco de Mayo party. I'll never forget it. And a friend of mine got a little ornery, and the cops got called. And he got, he, we were drinking absinthe. And he, oh, he basically kind of he basically went nuts because the absinthe like got him like psychotic. The yeah. green fairy. The green fairy. He he basically went psychotic. Um, he the cops came. He freaked out and he was telling this guy get off my property, get off my ha- get out of my house. And I was down there whispering at him and kind of telling him how whispering. But I was like, Yo, you need to shut the fuck up. Dude. Like this dude's gonna like beat your ass. Like this cop's gonna beat your ass. You need to shut up. And this guy kept inching closer and closer and closer. And I was down there talking to my friend, like, Dude, you need to chill the fuck out. And right about that time, I'm in the middle of telling him something, and he's screaming at the cop, and it is just a flood of pepper spray, like oh, no. all over his face, and it's splattering off his face and going all over my face, and. I fall down on the deck, like cursing this cop, like "What is wrong with you, you stupid bastard?" Like as I fall yeah, back, yeah. You know? and, and my friend is like, ah! he's like, <laughs> like the whale that he let go because he was in the middle of yelling and he went all in his nose and his mouth, and I was uh, in the middle of talking. That sucks. I don't, I don't recommend it. No, and, and I mean, I, I only kind of catch a, I only caught like a, a glancing blow. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I didn't like that at all. That, that video, the, uh, the, the, they're arresting somebody at McDonald's and he's taking all the stuff out of his pocket 
He's like, all right, here's the phone. Here's the wallet. He goes, what's this? And he grabs, and he's like, that's my dick. And the cop's like, yeah, it's your dick. <laughs> have you seen that video? Yeah, I've seen that video. It's hilarious. And what's this? What do you have here? That's my dick. That's yeah. your dick. Yeah. It's like this big old hung dude. Just yeah. <laughs> he keeps grabbing at it. He's he like, what's, on, what's under your shorts? He grabs at it a few times. He thinks that he's got something hidden. And he's grabbing he's grabbing this dude's jank, and he's like, yeah. it's my dick. He's like, it's my fucking tripod. Yeah. It's not it's not a roll of breath mints, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my baby maker. Bryce, how would you compare tear gas to getting tased and paper sprayed? Paper sprayed is what I just said. Paper, paper sprayed? sprayed? Um well I mean, like you just said, a, a gas, it's it's really seeping into everything. So right. uh you can for the most part hold your own when you get pepper sprayed, you might not throw up. I mean it's gonna burn. Well, tear gas will burn and then it also settles in and puke and rally. So do they make you like? Do you go like in with your with in? your masks yeah. and then you take it off? And yeah. the premise is, hey, never take off your fucking mask. Mask. So yeah. Yeah, my buddy um, when he went through basic, he said they they all had him go in this room, and then they all had their mask and stuff on, and then they were like, all right, take your mask off, and then everybody just came running out, just like crying and mm-hmm. pretty much vomiting, like yeah. you were saying, and yeah. it's crazy. I was gonna say everybody's got that story. My dad had that story when he went through basic, and he's like. They told us like you're gonna go in this room and you got and you need to know what it's like. You you can't like you get gassed. You can't freak. You got to find your gas mask and put it back on. And they would teach them how to clear it and do all this stuff. So they're getting fresh air in the mask again, even though they've gotten gassed. And he said they did it all and they went out and he his drill sergeant had told them you know they give them these very specific instructions. It's almost like when you're going through the field sobriety test. They give you these very specific instructions and don't you fucking dare not do exactly what they right. told you and he's like i am just i puss out and i run out of this joint and they're like you know hold this and clear this and he said i just ripped this fucking mask off and i start coughing he's like all you know it basically liquefies all the all the liquid in your face and it all comes out <laughs> he's like this drill sergeant comes over to him and is like you broke the rules you go back in that room without your gas mask and you count every window pane in that entire room. Oh, oh my so God. he Shit. said he had to be like open his eyes yeah. up and go like two, four, six, eight like, <laughs> and start counting. And he's like, Adam, I came out of that room and I'm like, I'm throwing up and snot's pouring out. And, he, and he's like, this guy was just like, how many? How many? And he told him, he was like, there's like 62. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Yeah, he's like, it's just awful. you know. Like, and I couldn't. He's like, you cannot imagine how bad tear gas is. And it's just tear gas. Like, they got stuff that's way worse than that. But they want to teach you all how to handle it. Yeah. You know, how to how to make sure you don't freak when it – because it's going to happen to you, like, if you're in wartime. Yeah, you're not trying to – they don't want you to start shooting and then you end up – killing the guy next to you and uh certain certain people have different job tasks my buddy was a former marine he they had to pepper spray him and then he had to go through this obstacle course so they spray you and then they go and you you still hit and punch or roll and all this other stuff and it's intense i've seen that i've seen that on like tv you know they'll take like cameras into some of the stuff that the marines have to do or that the army has to do during basic They, they they like portray it and I saw that. It was crazy. And they, you know, the stuff they use in the military, that ain't the stuff you buy, like, at, you know, some random store around town. It's, it, the, it's like, professional-grade shit. It really fucks you up, because they want to drop you like a bad habit. Yeah. And they spray these poor bastards with it, and then make them go through this obstacle course, you know? Yeah. yeah. I have mad respect 
People that go through basic, mad respect for those people. So you're so you're actually getting ready to go back in, correct? Yeah. Yep. Uh, I got a degree. I went to school after my first four years. This is right out of high school, and uh, just kind of got bored. I want to want to do it again. So with the degree, I can go through OCS, which is Officer Candidate School, and be uh, try to become a lieutenant. So. Would you get a degree? Clinical psychology. Clinical cool. psychology. Yeah, so when I was listening to you, you know, what you do for your job, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. You listen to the podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's interesting. Well, we were talking, we were talking about it earlier. Like, I mean, addiction is, is crazy. Yeah. Like, the psychology behind addiction right. Is, right. is nuts. But that's awesome, man. Reenlisting, I mean, we mentioned it earlier. I mean, that's, that's noble. I mean, I. Anybody that, that re-enlists in the military and says, I'm going to go back and do this again, I mean, given the way the political climate is, the geopolitical climate or whatever, we could literally be at war anytime. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, all someone has to, especially North Korea. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Something's going to happen. And I know we're a big powerhouse, and I know we're probably going and we'll wipe those SOBs out. There are still going to be people on the land. Absolutely. Yeah. Why do you and, think I'm getting in shape, man? I'm getting ready for the battle. <laughs> Doing that Weight Watchers, bro. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, Weight Watchers is getting me ready for North Korea. Well, that's the, that's what they do right hot before yoga. basic nowadays. They just put everybody on Weight Watchers. Then yeah, you go to basic. I'm doing Weight Watchers and, and uh, hot yoga. <laughs> yeah. That's week two of basic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hell week. So, so Bryce, does it uh, does it concern you that you know you're reenlisting, <clears throat> and uh, you have to go in knowing that I can outshoot you like a motherfucker? Mm. Mm. I, we haven't shot hey. yet. We haven't gone shooting hey. together. I, I need to practice. Hold on a second. Like a motherfucker? Like a motherfucker. Does that concern you at all? I'm going to be bit. honest. I'd be willing to bet you couldn't. Mm. He, I, <clears throat> he, You showed me uh, your get up on Senior Guns, and it's, uh-huh. it looks cool, dude. I, I would love to go I shoot. I can tell sometime. you that from prone position. From <laughs> prone position. <laughs> this is how my dates start. <laughs> <laughs> so, sweetie, look. From the prone position. Yeah. This is where we're going to assume the position. Prone position, red dot, 225 yards away. And I'm uh, I'm center silhouette all the time. Fuck yeah. Well, that's just because you have a good sight and a good barrel. I mean, that doesn't mean you're a good shooter. Oh, I'm a good shooter. Because what did you say? You're you're, uh, left eye dominant or right eye? Yeah, I have to shoot with my left eye. I actually prefer to shoot with my left eye. I mean, I'm right-handed, hold my gun on my right. But, I, I mean... My right eye is not as the acuity is not as good, like it's not as clear. But uh, I find if you know if you if I go left eye dominant or whatever, it's really difficult for me to like line up a shot, mm-hmm. although it's clearer and I can see my target easier. So I've taught myself to always shoot with my right eye. Right. It's just never as it's never as clear. I don't have a choice. I have to shoot right handed with my left <coughs> eye. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I was twenty twenty yeah. for my whole life, and then. Just last year, I started getting some issues in my right eye, and so now I've got a very light prescription. But I'm still just trying to get. I'm not even wearing my glasses. Like I, yeah. I don't want to, and you can't wear contacts. Of course, they're in basic, but eventually I can. If I need to, I'll have them in. Uh, like when the 278th will get deployed next year to either Germany or Kuwait, so I'm trying to get on board with that sure. and go over there. Then I can still wear, you know, even safety glasses that are prescription. <clears throat> so in the in the time that I've known you. You know, you've uh, you've shown that you really pattern a lot of who you are off of myself. You <laughs> right. Really, yeah. You you. Base, I got a poster of you on my wall. I know you do, and I you know I appreciate that. It means a yeah. lot. 
Is it a three spread? Like a fold <laughs> out? Man, I, I had to spread my butt on. Are you saying it's weird? Are you saying that because I'm fat or? What? Are you saying that because I'm fat? No, I'm saying that because you did porn. Oh, oh yeah. It's got to be like an extra big poster. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I got you. Two of the soundboards put together. So, you know, you, you pattern who you are around me and, you know, everything that I am and what I've accomplished in my life, which is a lot. Uh, but then you actually, whenever you're re-enlisting, you also have to pattern your hairstyle after me as well. I did, yeah. It's shaved. I had Bryce a pathetic, clean-shaved head oh, right now. So fresh, Josh. So fresh. It is yeah, pretty man. nice. Adam and I are the only ones that have hair right now. Yeah, yeah. I have an excessive amount of hair, except for on the top of my head. I got. <laughs> are you balding already? Yeah, dude. I fell. I passed it five years ago. I passed out on a table down at uh, Broadway Brew House in Mojo Grill downtown. I was stoned out of my mind and drunk, and I passed out on a table. And all these people crowded around me, and they took a photo and put it on Facebook. And you're like, "Fuck, I'm balding." The first comment, <laughs> the first comment on there was me going, "Why didn't you assholes tell me I was going bald?" <laughs> yeah, it's five years ago. A lot's nice. changed. I've got like a serious bald spot. It sucks. That's why I don't grow my hair out. Yeah. What you do? You did four years active, I assume, out of high school. Uh, yeah. Okay. For the um, Air National Guard. So, did, you, did get, you have to do any tours anywhere? Yeah. We went over to Iraq. Nice. In Ooh. 2009. Are you re enlisting into the like uh, straight up army or are you going back to the National Guard? Yeah, I'm doing National Guard. Okay. Uh, Tennessee I guess right you now. Can't if you were in the National Guard, you can't re enlist into the army. You have to just enlist in the army. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, I knew a guy that did that. He was in the, he was in the army. Excuse me. He was in the Marines. And he had done all these tours and whatever, and he eventually was like, "There's, there's better opportunities in the army." He just like went from being a badass in the Marines and just enlisted into the army, and wow. like started off at the fucking bottom and hmm. worked his started working his way back up. Or I mean, maybe not at the bottom. I don't know how it works. Does your prior ranks in another like branch? Does it carry any of it carry over? As far as I know, it, it wouldn't. He's the he's the expert. <clears throat> right now, with me, it wouldn't matter because I have four year uh, college education. Yeah. So I'll go in as uh, they call it E5, so a specialist. Uh, that's what I'll be paid at because I have to go through basic training again for the Army. And I'll pay at a specialist, and then once I go to OCS, they go to the sergeant pay. And then once you finish that, then you're getting your second lieutenant pay, keep working, uh, first lieutenant, and so on and so forth. Which so, is good money. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But captain is higher than lieutenant, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. that's usually uh, four years after you become a lieutenant, you can qualify for a captain. Yeah, dude. I'm, I used to be a furniture mover. I moved to captain one time. He had a fat house. Like he was doing, he was doing all right. My cousin, he's a, and the National Guard is awesome too. My my cousin's done three tours, and a huge portion of our military is from like it, it's not Army Reserves, it's the National Guard, and so. Uh, there's still plenty of opportunities to go and do stuff. Uh, he he's a tank commander, and a commissioned captain. So nice. It's he's uh, got a nice house. So because oh, like these other two guys are assholes, I want to be the first one to actually thank you for your service. No man, yeah. Yeah, Did not tell him. I told are you going to throw <laughs> us under the bus like that? I am going to throw you under the bus. I told him it was not. Yeah, no, yeah, he he did. Yeah, yeah. I'm the only yeah, one that you hasn't didn't said anything, thank Josh. I didn't thank him for his service, but I told him it was noble. Yeah. Sorry, I used one word to. Say oh, it what you said. Nah. I was picking up what you put exactly. down. Exactly. Yeah, he picked I mean, up what I, I put down. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was, means the same thing, but <laughs> I want to thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, last thing. Who is the actor that you would hang out with in real life? You said Will Ferrell, 
Or was that something? I mean, I, that was kind of just like a. That was a cop out. It was half hearted. We all said dudes. Like, we no did. one. Yeah. No, um, I said Jodie Foster. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Jodie Foster first. <laughs> she has great legs. You all need, seriously, I like, just type in Jodie Foster calves. Woof. <laughs> Woof. She bats for the other team, though, right? Well, yeah. Until well, you get to her face. Until she met me. <laughs> what? What? I said until you get to her face. Oh, I mean, you're saying she's not attractive? Yeah. Jodie Foster, she used to be. She has amazing legs. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> she's me. got calves out of these worlds. Yeah. Out of these worlds. That's yeah. Clearly, that's what Adam uh, gets down to. His calves. calves. Give I us love. a legit answer. I don't Josh. know. Fuck. I guess The Rock. I'll just the go with rock. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a legit dude. I don't. I don't know. That's the best I can come up with <coughs> on top of my head. It's, it's a good choice. He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, talking about people who annoy you. When he had to play that role in Central Intelligence, he has a certain personification, and then he was kind of this weird geeky. Did you, you watch that movie? No. Central Intelligence. I know okay. it's the one Kevin Hart, right? That had yeah. the greatest tagline out of all no. the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said a big Johnson and a, and a little heart or something like that. <laughs> <Big Johnson>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is pretty good. He's waiting outside at the end, like uh, on 13 Candles. Remember that? 13 Candles? Isn't that that? 16 Candles? 16, 16 Candles, yeah. <laughs> what? 13 Candles. What do you mean waiting outside? <laughs> Did you watch the movie, Central Intelligence? No. Oh, okay. Well, then no. He... What? Wait, that are was... You, a, are, you, are you talking he, about with the boom box? That's not 16 that's Candles. That's not 16 Candles. When he waits outside with the, the red... Yeah, with the John Cusack with the... No, 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 not John Cusack. No, no, no. You're talking about Central Intelligence, but is he outside with the radio? But he's saying he. This is this has gone so far off track. <laughs> he's saying that he's waiting outside. There's a scene in Sixteen Candles where this guy's like waiting on Molly. He's got Ray his Ray little Ray. vest on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's waiting, waiting against Ray Ray. the red car. I know what he's talking about you uh, okay. dumbasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's That's that movie the with John Cusack where he's holding the radio up, and I see where y'all. You know, yeah. That yeah. one was. Yeah. Anyway, Any, please tell your story. Sorry. Yeah. We got off track. What was the story? You're it was Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson was waiting outside, and you, you said... No, it was just part of the, the, the movie that I was talking about. Sorry. Oh, it was part of it, but it was the Central Intelligence, right? Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying, yeah. But the whole time, he, he acts to act like this goofy character, kind of with a lisp, and it just, it's but uncomfortable to watch. he's a total badass. Yeah. 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 You're saying it's uncomfortable to watch. Why is it uncomfortable to watch? Because it's like he's... <laughs> the way, the way he acts, even though he's still a badass, he's, he's goofy. And so you watch all these other movies where Dwayne is the rock or, you know, walking tall, kind of a badass dude. The way he communicates to Kevin Hart, he's just kind of like this oversized baby. So is it uncomfortable because he is like because he's a bad actor or uncomfortable because he's so good at what he's doing? (laughs) Went deep. Uh, Just like you said, Mark Wahlberg, when he acts that whiny voice. He kind of mimics a different side of, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 like legitimately, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. I'm just curious. All right, guys, I'm about to go hang out with Tom Hardy. Adam's about to go hang out with Jodie Foster, apparently, and her sweet calves. So, Bryce, Adam, I appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Absolutely, yeah, it was a good yeah. time. Yeah. This is Devin. This is Josh. Peace out, guys. Later.